rise up and lay me down Clear the stone of leaves I wonder out where you can see Inside my shell I wait and bleed quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. That's what children walking the streets of our Texas towns with green hair, bones in their noses. I just flat out wouldn't have believed you. Nope. But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, the rest is soon to follow. Yeah, bingo right there. Bingo. Good morning, ass family, and welcome. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show on a glorious... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! I, I shouldn't say glorious. Uh, it's raining and it's terrible outside. It's horrible. And 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 before I even get to good mornings, I gotta start with this. I saw a commercial last night. Look, we're gonna talk. I'm, I promise you, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the State of the Union. We're gonna talk about everything. We got listener mail today, and I'm gonna say hellos. Something needs to be done about commercials now on TV. 
Okay. So I, I, I'm watching TV last night, and I think it was probably during the Big Bang Theory rerun before some wrestling started. And I saw this ad, and it's for a drug. It, 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 in drug company ads, I saw a headline that said, you know, the most advertised drugs do the least amount of help. It wasn't a, a valid enough story to make it to this show. It's an, an antidote, if you will. Now, but uh, this stuff is called Satoika or, or something like that, and, and it's for people that they got rashes and shit. All right, now, now look here. And not really quite eczema, I don't think, but I don't know. So this ad portrays this guy and his wife and their daughter. They're, they're, uh, we'll say she's a tween. She's made 12, 13-ish, you know, a little girl. Yeah, right when they get to that little sassy bullshit age. And the dad's the one that's got the skin problem, and they show him up in the room and he's getting ready to go down to the pool at the villa that dad has rented for them. And this is where I saw the first problem. First problem is, is dad has got a Speedo on. Okay, and, and dad's probably, I don't know, 35, 40 years old in this, in this commercial. Eh, halfway, not, not like, he, and he's a guy that probably shouldn't be wearing a Speedo. I, I mean, I'm de- I'm in the definitely. I'm a guy who definitely should not ever wear a Speedo. This guy shouldn't wear a Speedo. There's probably shouldn't, and then there shouldn't, and then there's definitely an O for fuck's sake. I might be in the O for fuck's sake category when it comes to that. But this guy is shouldn't be wearing a Speedo. He, he's, I'll, I'll say he's a meaty fella. Not, not, not too beefy. He's, he's more meaty. And he's got him a Hawaiian shirt on, right? He's got the, the, these Speedos on, and he's got, like, a, a yellow Hawaiian shirt on. And, and the wife is convincing him, hey, your, your, your eczema, your skin lesions, they're, they're okay. They're, they're not detrimental today. Go ahead and wear that out. Now, first, uh, it, 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 and then, uh, hold on a second. We'll, we'll go back in this. So, hold on. I got to make notes. So, wear this out. Okay, wear this out. So, um, so they, then the next shot in the commercial is they're describing this fucking landmark drug that they found. It shows dad out there. Well, oh, wait, 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 wait. Before that, uh, the daughter walks by the room, and she sees mom and dad and dad in the Speedo. And she's like, come on, guys. Let's go to the pool. Okay, I got to come back to that. Uh, Come on, guys. Okay. So the next thing we see is dad on a lounge chair, and mom's up pouring iced tea or lemonade or whatever the hell they got. Probably methamphetamines. And she's looking down, and Dad's sitting there, and, it, and, and well, he's actually waiting to go sit down and because he sees the daughter on the other side of the pool, and she's sitting there and got her glasses on. She's like, Daddy, come over here, and Dad's wearing his Speedo and shit. And, and, and I'm sitting there just going, what the fuck? And then the last scene is dad lounging on the chair and the daughter is sitting next to him and mom is taking a photo. Now, let's go all the way back to the the room where mom says, wear this out. 
there ain't a woman alive that would allow their man to go out in a banana hammock if he wasn't chiseled and had abs. Ain't a woman alive that's going to let that happen. No, sir, Rebob. This guy would have to be single to be doing that and would remain that way for quite some time. The next thing I want to go back to is the daughter walking by the room, seeing dad and mom and dad and the Speedo, and she's like, come on, guys, let's go. There ain't no child that's over the age of 10 that wants to see their daddy wearing a damn Speedo, and she would say, no, I ain't going to the pool. Then let's get down to the pool, shall we? We got dad doing a fucking lingerie show while the daughter's just standing there going, let's get in the water, daddy. And then the last one where they're sitting there taking a photo, ain't nobody, no, nobody, no man in his right mind wants to take a dumb picture with his daughter while he's wearing a Speedo. Ugh. What are they doing to our commercials? People pay. And by the way, I only watched it once. I got that all from one watching of it because I was so repulsed by it. Repulsed that a man would ever do that. A man would take pictures with his children while wearing a Speedo. This is not 1972 anymore. That's gross, man. That is just G R O O O O O O O S to the 50th power. My goodness. Let's say some good morning, shall we? Now, I feel fucking vindicated. Now that I've got that off my chest, man, do I feel good. All right. Uh, Hangtown Jen, first one here. She says, morning ass, happy hump day. Oh, crap, hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Uh, And uh, Jen, here you go. And now it is time for another poop word of the day. Today, instead of saying you're going to go take a poop, just say you're dropping a ham. Dropping a ham. Oh, oh, that's right. I have to do this after that. This is legally... So I can be called a, a, an informative educational show. Andrew says, uh, happy hump day, ass family. Right back at you, my friend. Straight fire is all up in well, the house. frickin' God! He says, good morning, Jen and Andrew, and happy ass hump. Hump day! Hump day! Hump day! Uh, Battleborn says, happy hump day! Uh, Colin says, morning all. Wow, I haven't seen that name in a while. Uh, uh-oh, here we go. Oh, my lucky stars! The one, the only, ladies and gentlemen, I give you a bratty kid. Well, here's the news flash. You look at this guy. You know what else he was doing online? What? He was purchasing soiled underwear. That's right, soiled Did underwear. You hear me? Yeah, I heard you. Do you hear what I said? Yes, sir. There's a market out oh, there. Ma'am. You can ma'am, go ma'am, online, ma'am. and if you're a deviant, and you're into sold underwear, and you know what all kinds of things get in sold underwear, right? I don't. Sometimes you think you're passing gas, and oh my God. you're not. And it's oil? You can't, you can't trust a fart when you're over 60. But this guy will buy it. He was buying these things and ingesting them. Did you what? hear me? You're he was crazy. munching on them. This guy's got a problem. 
I don't know if he realizes it or not, but the rest of the world does. Yeah, we do. We do. Thank you, Braddy Kid. I appreciate that. Man, long-winded today. Uh, Hangtown Mike says, morning, Arnie and ass family. Right back at you. Douglas. Douglas says, uh, happy. Pump day. Right back to you, Douglas. Good morning. Oh, the one and only. Warbird. He says, let's hump the legs of this hump day indeed. Mage. Oh, my gosh. Mage, we missed you yesterday, my friend. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Around here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Uh, it says, good morning, ass. Naig Japanese word of the day is moreru chitsu. Translation, <laughs> leaking vagina. <laughs> once again, you know, once again, educational programming. As long as I play that sound effect. Uh, Cobra Chick says, good morning. Was hoping to listen live today, but unfortunately work calls. I'll catch up after. Hope everyone has a happy, uh... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! Christopher says, good morning, Satan. Glad to see your taste in music hasn't changed. Triple T says, good morning, family of ass. I love conversation. What a stupid son of a bitch. Oh, man. Let me just tell you, this guy... What a stupid son of a bitch. Woo! Boy, we're gonna get into it. I only made it... Let me just tell you. I only made it 30 minutes. I'm sorry. I, I, I couldn't do it anymore. But I have some highlights. Gold says, good morning on this hump day Wednesday. Uh, oh, wow, ladies and gentlemen, she is here early. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poop. Go. Good morning, Alicia. Hot mama. Says good morning, ass. V Coop, is it for Nick Rash? <laughs> uh, oh, the red swimsuit. Oh, my God, Jen, you've seen that commercial then. You've seen that weirdness. It's very, very. First problem, he's white. Hashtag fruit bowl, says Sanchez family. I thought the same thing. What country are you in? This board short, USA. He's not a speedo. He's a speed don't. Psoriasis. Okay. Ogre says, Buenos dias, familia. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, good hump day morning ass family. My dad used to wear speedo all the time. Yeah, that, that was like 50 years ago. No, uh, I wouldn't. Braddy kids laughing. I was going to let you get the mesh overalls. <laughs> hey, I still have the mesh overalls. Uh, maybe they're European. My dad would take me and my sister to the river, and he's tanning in his speedo. Good morning, ass family. Happy hump day. I got the rest of the week off uh, to my old Jeep time for sure. Derek, good. There we go, Derek. Uh, all right. Yes, this fucking commercial. That that just fucking creeped me out. All right. Let, let's get into it, shall we? Joe Biden in his hour and 12-minute State of the Union address, which, like I said, I'm sorry, I could only handle the the first 30 minutes of absolute lies. But I, I do have some things to say about the response of people there and where I stand as an American. Uh, oh, yes, I've seen the commercial. When it comes on, it said to Mike, nope, no fucking way. You tried to pull that shit, it's on your own. <laughs> we don't swim. <laughs> um. 
I, I try to be consistent on this show because consistency, consistency and logic are the first two rules of this show. So let me be consistent in what I feel. You may not like the man who's in the office of the President of the United States of America, and I don't. I despise him. I think he's done nothing but a horrible job for this country. And I will argue with anyone based on the merits of what he has and hasn't done, not just the fact that he's an idiot Democrat. But I still hold the office of the President of the United States of America with the utmost respect. You might not like the man, but the office, that's a different story. And to have people from Congress yell out and, and, and call him a liar right then and there, and I don't care who the president is, and I don't care what letter is next to your name, we're not those other countries. We're, we're, we're not these assholes in Bangladesh that slap each other with fig leaves, if they actually do that. Okay? We're America. And this might make me the most xenophobic person in the world, and I don't care. We're better than them. In the immortal words, if I was the president of the United States, he said something last night. He says, other countries ask me to define what America is. Oh, they do all the time. And let me just tell you, this is easy. This is how you define America. I'm better than you. And you know it! Now, we used to be. We're not that country anymore. But let me get back to my original point that I still hold the office in the utmost regard. Now, I'm not saying every time he says something, you have to stand up or sit down. That, that's lunacy. I, I saw Rob Reiner tweeted about, how dare Kevin McCarthy not stand up for this? How can you have a scowl on your face? And I tweeted him back, why don't you ask your former Speaker of the House if and when she ever sobers up? This is the same woman that ripped up a speech, which was highly disrespectful to the office of the president. And what Marjorie Taylor Thomas did, or Green, or whatever her fucking name is, did last night... By screaming out liar, we know he's lying. I I don't need I don't need you to come in and, and say he's lying here because I, I'm quite capable of figuring that out by myself there, Representative Green. Um Dude, I didn't think the State of the Union was open to booing from the Senate and Congress, yeah. Um it, it 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 shouldn't. We, we don't do that. We're America. Uh, I could not stay awake for the speech, but alas, it comes on too late. But what I saw left me with questions, mainly, who is the lady in white who was yelling from the crowd, like, you can do that? Banter back and forth while he's giving a speech. That's Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's a moron. I'll say it. She's, she is a moron. Are, are all my Democratic listeners happy with me now? Are the ones that say, oh, you're just a conservative, are you happy with me? I think she's an idiot. And I think there's no place for that in the United States. 
Now, it sounds like I'm ripping up. I haven't even started on this fucking speech. That was full of lies. See, the time to call him liar is now. Hmm. And she looks so dumb with her balloon. And Kevin McCarthy, to his credit, the Speaker of the House, said he told Republicans, look, don't make this a sideshow. Don't do that. And Marjorie Taylor Tom- or Green, I don't know why I want to call her Taylor Thomas. I, I, I don't know. Um, but she says, oh, no, this is my clown parade, and I'm going to show off. And she sure as fuck did. Uh, MGT is the right-winger's version of the left-winger's AOC. I can agree with that. I, I can totally agree with that. I love replying to Rob Reiner. <laughs> what a scumbag. Oh, it's, it's one of my favorite. Him and Gavin Newsom and the president. I've asked the president several times why he hasn't recognized his granddaughter yet. Uh, n- no response back yet. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, hey, I hate the stir shit, but Biden had that coming. We all know what is going on, and I'm glad someone said regardless of whether it was Jay. No, we can't have that in the walls. In, in No. Fred, I, I understand your disdain, and, and I appreciate it, and I respect your disdain. But when the President of the United States of America is speaking, nobody else speaks. It's the office. You might not like the man. There are plenty of men. How did you feel when people did that to Donald Trump? See, this goes back to something a long time ago that it still irks me to this day. Let me read with this. Um, Good morning, all. Uh, When did yelling and booing at the State of the Union start? The earliest one I remember was when Obama was called a liar, loud and clear, and I remember him replying with, that's not true. Well, that's not true. You don't do it. You just don't. Uh, So can she be fined like a baseball player, kangaroo court, fined for the stupidity of her actions? She can be, I, I think she can be reprimanded by the Speaker of the House, and I think he should. Arnie confuses Major uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and the kid from Home Improvement. That's what it's got to be. That's what it's got to be. Zachary Taylor Thomas, that's the kid who I think of. I've never seen those two in the same room at the same time, so they could be the same person. All right, so the first 30 minutes. Joe Biden goes on and uh, lies. Lies, 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 lies. The the one that got my blood boiling was when he said that he has created 12 million new jobs. When he said two years ago our economy was reeling. As I stand here tonight, we have record we have created a record 12 million jobs. More jobs created than any president has ever created in four years. And the truth meter... What a fucking lie. The truth is, and all you have to do is a little bit. Jonathan Taylor, Zachary, Jonathan, they're all the same. Courtney, good morning to you. Happy hump day to you. All you got to do is a little bit of research. People came back to their jobs from COVID. I'm I'm, literally, I'm dumbfounded about how nobody has caught this. 
the administration has all but forgotten about COVID. COVID is a thing of the past. And by the way, by the way, I just want to take this time to say uh, just real fast, because I'm going to be doing this one a lot today, I think. Um, well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. It's gone. It's a thing of the past. Two years ago, our economy was really, yes, due to the fact that a lot of Democratic governors around the country, starting in California, decided to shut things down. We had a president who believed in states' rights. Look, you can say I'm campaigning for him. I'm not, even though I have an interesting story about him coming up next. We closed down. You did not create 12 million jobs. 10 million people went back to work. You have added, in your two years, 2.7 million jobs. Now, that's good. I'll say that right now. It's good. Thank you for, for, for doing your job. But to say you created 12 million new jobs, hmm. Um, Liars are huge, if not the biggest problem in this country. Hell, hell, even in the world today, 30 years ago, humans could write on a piece of paper that their intent was to pay X amount, and the paper is in good faith, cash it in later. Today, that system doesn't exist because of liars, just my opinion. I respect your argument on the matter. And that's fair. You're you're absolutely right. Look, Joe Biden is a liar, but so is every other politician, no matter what letters in front of his or her name or non-binary name or Zim's name or because uh, you know, oh oh the pronoun patrol is out again today. That's a, that the pronoun patrol. Holy shit! We have the definition of pissing in the wind coming up in just a little bit. All three home improvement kids were more gremlins that sprouted from the back of Corey Feldman after someone got him wet. <laughs> yeah, and Bernie Sanders is wearing a mask. Why is Bernie Sanders wearing a mask? And and people want him to run for president. Boy, they, they, nothing says courageous like him being the only member in the entire House and did Senate there. To wear a mask. So, the 12 million jobs, obvious lie. Um, good old good old Jean-Pierre, she didn't want to be left out of the lies. And, and she had this to say after the State of the Union, which I think is delicious more than anything else in this again, world. Because of the, the work that this president has done. Wait. And we've seen gas prices go down again because of the, the work that this president has done. And we've seen gas prices go down again. Now, now, isn't that the same woman that said the president of the United States of America has no control over gas prices? Because of the, the work that this president has done. And we've seen gas prices go down again because of the, the work that this president has done. One more time. And we've seen gas prices go down again because of the, the work that this president has done. Now, and we've seen gas prices. Now, now. If I'm a member of the the Broadcast News Society and my job is to report the news, and, and let's say that I, I, I took an ethics class maybe once or twice in college. I, I know why. It's because they'll get fired if they report this stuff. 
But why aren't there independent journalists out there all over the place calling these people out on their fucking lies? And once again, call them all out. There's a story about last night how Mitt Romney laid the fucking smack down on George Santos. How sad is it that it's got to take Mitt Romney to be a tough guy with this fucking asshole that the Republicans have in office? We get our biggest pussy, Mitt Romney, to go over there and say something to him. I tell you this right now. Mitt Romney comes up to me and says something. I'm slapping the taste out of that motherfucker's mouth. Santos just stood there and took it because that motherfucker wouldn't say shit if he had a mouth full of it. We got my blood boiling when Grandpa Simpson said, Give teachers a raise. The teachers' union held our kids hostage from returning to school as a tactic to negotiate for more salaries. Totally unacceptable. Look here. I'm one of the first people that's on the side of teachers. I'm not on the sides of teachers' unions, though. Teachers' unions, to me... I look at teachers' unions like I look at organized religion, like I look at at even politics. It's all this brainwashing that happens. Teachers are very important. Good Darren says, damn, tardy again. Good morning, ass family. Um, I, I think teachers are some of the most important people on the earth, but the problem is, is that we need to understand that they're there to teach our children. They're no longer there to indoctrinate our children with this idea that you can switch genders and all this kind of stuff, or they have political ideals they want to shove down your kids' throats. I mean, that's all all colleges now is a big, giant Goebbels program. They tell you how evil America is, how evil the forefathers are, how evil everything is. If you're white, you're the devil. Hell, man, I could save you. I could save you twenty thousand dollars a semester. Just send your kids to my house. I, I look, look, you send your kids to my house for I don't know. You, you can come here for a weekend. It, it, a weekend it'll cost you fifteen hundred dollars per per family kid per kid. And I will ingrain in them how awful mankind is, and and now the same shit college will do. But I know that I'm not accredited, and I'm not a university, and I'm not a Ph.D. from Harvard. No, I've actually lived a life in this world, and I have something to teach them. Oh, who's the biggest pussy in the Republican Party, Pence or Mr. Magic Underwear? (laughs) Well, in the entire party, I would go with Mike Pence. Mike Pence is the fucking Olympus dick in the entire Republican Party. What's his name? Um, yeah, well, Ma- Magic Underwear. Mitt's up there, but, man, Mike Pence is such a twat waffle. If any line of work doesn't need to raise its teachers, they follow the unions and protest forms so they can fuck off too, and if it's questionable nowadays what a teacher is. Look, the backlash on teachers, and the problem is I know a lot of good teachers, and I know a lot of good teachers that try to fight the unions, and they're on the other side, but they get outvoted. (laughs) Arnie's going to become a professor for Donda. Oh, that's dilapidated. Oh, it's in ruins right now. 
I saw a story about how his ranch out there where they had the Donda Academy, because I don't think that's even going anymore. Everybody just kind of glossed over the fact that it closed down. I, I just, I, I found this whole speech just crazy, stupid, dumb, but we'll go back to it here. Let's see. Uh, when the dumb fuck came out and says, ban assault weapons now, ban them now once and for all. Um... Ban assault weapons? So are we going to ban hammers? Once again, once again, this is the stupidity of the Democratic Party. What's an assault weapon? Wouldn't, couldn't you say that anything that's a weapon is uh, – hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let, let, let's just go let, – let's, let's do this. Definition. I got to spell definition right first. Of weapon. Mm. A thing designed or used for inflicting bodily harm or physical damage. So that would be assaulting, right? Right, right. So what we're, 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 we're calling something an assault assaulter. That's what it is. It's an assault assaulter. So uh, we're going to ban... Well, okay, let, let's start at the top. Ban guns. All right. Uh, um, what, what's next? Ban knives. Well, that's an assault weapon. Knife is an assault weapon. And I, I'm talking about like hunting knives and switchblades and, and machetes and swords. You, you, you got to you stink fish. You're getting ahead of me. Don't get ahead of me. Don't get ahead of me on this one. So we got swords, we've got machetes, we've got switchblades, uh, lockback knives, uh, pocket knives, um, uh, slingshots. Got to get, got to get those. Got to ban Chuck Norris. Not a fan of unions; they don't work off of mediocrity and remove incentives to work complete. Yep. Uh, swoosh! Don't get ahead of me. Don't y'all don't get ahead of me now. So we got rid of uh, slingshots last. Um, bats, clubs, because th- th- those are weapons. We've seen it. Chains, no more making of chains, because people can use those to swing and, and things like that. Uh, 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 anything made of solid wood. You can no longer make things of solid wood because assault weapons have been banned. Assault assaulters have been banned. Now, let's get into it. Forks and knives, gone. Spoons, you can fashion those into a shiv. That's a weapon. Gone. Now, hands and feet. Some people have lethal hands and feet, i.e. Chuck Norris. All karate men. we got to ban those. Teeth, teeth are banned because you can assault people with your teeth. Mm. This is a new one. This is new on the list now. Words. Because words are seen to assault now. I.E., I know I'm using I.E. a lot. 
Uh, oh, hold on. Let me let me give you the proper IE here. Um, uh, words, once again, words uh, can be used against people and, and cause them harm, including things like this. Looking out on the morning rain. Yep, uh-huh. Natural woman. So, so words gone. Of course, cast iron pans, those are gone. Assault is an action. A scary black rifle isn't an assault. Oh, I, I understand. Battleborn, I understand. I see. I, I'm, 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 I'm defining the absurd by being completely absurd. D- large dildos, those are gone. I had one good thing come from my union. Other than that time, they, uh, uh, they've been worthless, and I reduced my payments to them. Okay. Look, I'm not a big fan of them. I, and if they were to try to unionize radio people, which they did in San Francisco, and that's why San Francisco doesn't pay as much, no, I wouldn't have joined. Now, I know a lot of people that swear by the unions, and I don't, look, look I don't care for them. I saw what they did to my industry. When the fourth largest media market in the country is only paying a six-figure digit to their morning show, and that's for the entire morning show, and it's a mid-six-figure digit, no. that That's ridiculous. And the way that they get their salaries is based on advertising, and in San Francisco, you can charge a shit ton of money for advertising. A morning show in San Francisco could bill upwards of, 25 to 50 million dollars a year. That's not a joke. They a, 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 a morning's time slot could build that much for the radio station. Why do you think these companies fight so hard to grab as many radio stations as they can? We can charge they can charge whatever they fucking want to. Now, the world is catching up and radio will fall down. Due to the fact that people are listening to podcasts and other things and Spotify and all this kind of stuff more than they are listening to the radio because the radio is so mundane and it's so elementary. I know you guys want to be entertained each and every day, and that's why I do my damnedest to entertain you, entertain you with the news of the day because nobody's going to give it to you the way I give it to you. <laughs> yeah, giggity. But it's true. You're not going to see people ripping both sides. You're not going to see people, you know, being fair, being honest, telling you the truth. I'm going to tell you as much truth as I know. And I know that banning the, the saying we're going to ban assault weapons is the stupidest thing maybe said all night. The creepiest thing that happened all night was the mouth-to-mouth kiss between the second gentleman, or is that his name, the first gentleman, that's Kamala Harris's fucking cuck. And Jill Biden. Little smooch there right on the mouth. Now, I don't know about you. But let me just say this right now. I've never kissed Tommy's I've never kissed Tommy's wife. Never. Never not on the cheek, not on the hand, not on the arm. And especially not on the mouth. 
That's weird, man. That is weird. Oh, hammers, those are gone. Screwdrivers, gone. Tape measures, you can use those as a swinging device, gone. Crowbar, what? come on. Douglas, what do you think? If you think it, it can you use as an assault weapon. That was so weird, that kiss. Oh, and if you haven't seen the kiss, well, then I, I think we have it right here. There's that hussy. Why ain't it playing? We're at the beginning of really a new chapter in the Hunter Biden story. New revelations keep coming. That's a fucking shocker. There we go. There's Jill walking in in her her Ode to Prince purple outfit. I don't know why people are applauding that gal. She cheated on her husband with Joe. That's right, Joe's a home wrecker. She's walking in. Oh, there he is. Oh, ooh, yeah, hello there. Little kiss on the old mouth, Rooney. Paul Pelosi's got his damn hat on inside. What a savage. I mean, damn. Hold on a second. I got some. Okay, so I laughed at that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, Alicia just sent me something, and it's uh, it's something from Seinfeld, and, and and a bunch of people sent me this, and it's so fantastic because it's so true. The episode of Seinfeld where Kramer doesn't want to wear the the ribbon, and everybody's like, "Oh, you have to wear the ribbon. If you don't wear the ribbon, you do not you do not support AIDS." And he just doesn't want to wear the ribbon, and they all come after him, and they all attack him. Oh, it's fantastic. Who knew that Jerry Seinfeld would be just like the Simpsons and be protecting, predicting the future? <laughs> Paul is covering the pothole in his cranium. <laughs> no shit. All right, so uh, we, have we co- uh, did I do a good job there? I, I covered the – look. Lies, lies, bullshit, 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 lies, lies, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. He, he pulled that inflation shit again. Well, we're coming out of inflation, not fast enough. No, I'd say not fast enough. The inflation that was brought on by, by Vladimir Putin. The, the, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, we weren't going into inflation before that. Okay, all right. The, uh, y- you know, I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't hear him talk about this, uh, but but... Hey, in case you know anybody that's a server, you know, a waiter or a waitress, uh, Joe Biden, you know how he hired 85,000 new IRS agents? Now, granted, they put a hold on that. But the IRS uh, proposed a revenue procedure this week to crack down on service industries tips. The Security Industry Tip Compliance Agreement program would be a voluntary tip reporting system in which the IRS and service industry companies cooperate, uh, otherwise the IRS will shut you down, 
According to the announcement, as a part of the proposal, they will give the public until early May to provide feedback on the program before implementing it. By the way, they don't care about what your feedback is. They're coming after you, waiters and waitresses. And if you're having a bad day, the federal government, which is like the mob from Goodfellas, is going to say, fuck you, pay me. Oh, it's, uh, oh, this is, this is delicious. Hey, way to go after those hardworking Americans. You know, a lot of those people rely on those tips. Because they don't get paid worth of shit for the hour, so they have to fucking bust their ass. And sometimes you get normal people in there that tip the regular 15%, and that's fine because you did an adequate job. Then there's some people that just don't tip. Now, I don't think that's right, but hey, that's the world they live in. And then there are the people that are hypercritical, and they will knock your tip down. The federal government will say, fuck you, pay us our money. I liked how last night in his speech he was talking about the forgotten Americans. You know, something that Donald Trump said. Oh, oh, the other one, the other one that made me laugh last night before I turned it off was the infrastructure plan. That, that they've got billions and trillions of dollars for the infrastructure. And now, and, and watching this last night, hold on a second, watching this when they were talking about the manufacturing jobs going overseas and the meta da da I'm sitting there going, it's because of all the Democratic fucking taxes that have been put on these companies. The reason why these companies leave the United States is A, the pay, because you have to pay Americans a lot more than you got to pay little fuzzy foreigners, and B, the taxes. And now all these products on the infrastructure plan are going to be made in America? Well, I'm here to tell you something. We ain't going to be getting a lot of shit made. Because all that money that we propose is going to probably pay for about half the shit now. Um, they already made it so they're taking as much taxes as you owe. Now they want to fuck over service industry workers? Yep. There's one episode where the dude, Elaine, is dating, uh, predicts SCOTUS overtoning Roe versus Wade, probably. Uh-huh. I was watching the State of the Union uh, on the Daily Wire channel. I had the chat open to see what was discourse. Everything uh, looked how I expected. That is until the president mentioned Ukraine. I saw a wall of uh, Russia, strong, fuck Ukraine, and a bunch of other crap like that. I was fucking pissed. Why the fuck is there so much pro-Putin shit on the right? Makes no sense to me. I'm still raging about it today. Because they think that, that Zelensky is just as bad? I mean, I don't know. Look, look. I, I'm just here to tell you. I, I, We've given the Ukraine so much, and we're not doing anything for our own. And, and look, you can support Ukraine, and I'm not going to get into it because I don't feel like talking about the Ukraine today. I feel like having fun and talking about other shit. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, Christopher. I don't know why people are supporting Russia. I wouldn't support Russia. I mean, Joe Biden sure as fuck has, and so has his son by doing dealings with them. 
and by doing do, doing dealings with Ukraine. Um, this is exactly why I'm okay with Marjorie Taylor calling out the bullshit and the IRS has no business in people's gratuity money. This country is so fucked by this regime. Hmm. 13th, random pissed off Joe is hilarious. Oh, yeah. 13th, when he was talking about infrastructure, and he turned and looked towards the Republicans and said, 13th! Yeah, good old tough Joe was out a little bit last night. Well, what we saw last night was medicated Joe. Now, Joe had a few blunders and a few blah, 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 blah. But all in all, they made the speech pretty easy for him. When he says, look and folks, that's when he's the most comfortable. As somebody who has studied the art of talking and watching public speakers, and those are called crutches. I have them. Look here is one of my big crutches. I know that, but it gets me back on focus. And when Joe Biden would say folks, and I hate the fucking word folks, I just don't like that word. He says folks, and he'll say look. That gets him back in in, in the mindset. It, 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 it is pretty funny to watch. Uh, let's see. Um, I like MTG, even though she's crazy as fuck. Another thing Joe got called out when he said you can make employees sign non-competes. If you flip burgers and quit your job, you can't go across the street and work somewhere else. Supreme Court ruled on that years ago, stupid. Yeah. yeah. The non-competes in the burger world. That was a blunder. <laughs> uh, they're pro-Putin because Trump's cock is still in their collective mouths. You're not going to like And as a Republican, I'm not happy with the Trump story that's coming out. War is money, period. Uh, fuck's sake, Biden could be pro-God and suddenly the GOP would be Satanists, pretty much. Anti-Putin and anti-Zelensky right here, C. Nasty says. Douglas says, my man, that must be an ogre. There's no other possibility. No more career politicians, I wish. I did send Joe some blueberry muffins. <laughs> uh, for those that like MTG, I'm curious, what do you like about her? What has she helped with? What is attempt to fix? She does the same bullshit from what I've seen that no different from any other conservative bitch about things, but zero pro, uh, zero ideas to help the situation. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait a second. Now we have to take a total left-hand turn. I have an update on Team AIG disturbing someone. Uh, my friend found Ms. Giant Bitch at Whole Foods. He went up to her and told her all the vegetables in your cart won't help you lose weight because you get fat from sucking souls out of people. AIG and then walked out of the store. <laughs> oh, I do not condone it. I don't condone it. <laughs> sure is funny. She's GOP's AOC, and I find her antics and the reactions funny. And then look, that's all she is. She's the counterpart to the. She's the counterpart to the entire squad, if you will. Maxine Waters, who calls for violence against people that are on the right which she actually has done. You have AOC being the loud, insane, horse-tooth bitch that she is. 
Ihan Omar, who got booted from a committee because she's a danger to this country, in my opinion. And Marjorie Taylor, uh, God damn it, uh, you know what, her name on the show now is Marjorie Taylor Thomas, just because I can remember that. So if I say Marjorie Taylor Thomas, you know who I'm talking about. Nobody correct me that it's green. My show, damn it. Kidding. Marjorie Taylor Green is an ass clown. She's a donkey. Just like look, look like the, the the Santos guy. Look, they're clowns. Mitch McConnell is a clown. Mitch McConnell, I'll just like to sit here and touch some pee pee. Mitch McConnell is creepy as fuck. I think I think I've been consistent on that one. Now, something that I did not get to hear, and I don't know, maybe if y'all watched it, uh, I say thank you for watching it. Did he at all talk, at all talk about the border? Due to the fact that yesterday, one of the people that's in charge of the border and homeland security say that 9,400 pounds of fentanyl has been seized this year. Which, by the way, would kill the U.S. population five times over. Now, I want you to think about this. The population of the United States of America is, what, 330 million people. Times five. Enough fentanyl has been seized at the southern border, and let's be, let's be clear about this, the southern border, to where it could have killed 1.6 billion people. Now, that's only a, 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 almost a, a quarter, eh, not quite a quarter of the population of the world. But it kills America five times over. Yet nothing's being done at the border. Governor Abbott has started building the wall again on the Texas side, which, hey, great. But come on. It could kill 1.6 billion people. He mentioned the border and got booed. How much more made it through? Oh, swoosh, that's a great question. Joe took credit for it, got booed, then chanted, fix the border after that. By the way, looking at my anesthesia report, there was fentanyl in my cocktail, and I barf for like five hours after surgery. I can't imagine overdosing on that shit. It's bad. That's more than the population of China. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's amazing. There's enough fentanyl in America that was seized that we could kill China, where it was all made. I want you to think about how much fentanyl they have in China. Yet, once again, nothing's being done about the border. By the way, that should, that should scare the shit out of you, that almost 10,000 pounds of fentanyl, the most dangerous drug we've ever come in contact with, I'll let everybody say, next to Moderna. 
most dangerous illegal drug we've ever come in contact with. And we've had 10,000 pounds shipped into America in the first six weeks of the year. This isn't in the year. This is since January 1st, people. That's six weeks. It's not even six weeks. It's five weeks. It's five weeks and a day. And, of course, nothing is being done about it. You want to know why nothing is being done about it? Well, I'll be happy to tell you why nothing is being done about it. It's because we here in America, we like to fight over the stupidest things in the world. By the way, before I get into the stupidest things in the world, the thing about Donald Trump that I had to say is Trump is leading the GOP primary field narrowly in a poll of conservatives. Now, an interesting story came out last night, um, and uh, the source is pretty solid. I, I enjoy the source, and I use this source a lot for stories. Um, it's, a, it's a reporter that is uh, on the Internet, and sources are saying that the Koch brothers, the two rich guys who are in charge of all the voting machines and all those guys, they are looking, instead of dumping all their money to a bunch of different candidates to where it would mean that that Donald Trump only needed 29% to get the nomination. They're going to focus on one candidate and one candidate only. But they don't know if it's going to be Mike Pence. Loser. Um, I forget who the other person was. And the third one they mentioned was Ron DeSantis. Because they do not want Donald Trump. The Koch brothers don't want you to get something. You probably won't get it. So we'll see. It's ridiculous how many stupid folks will swallow a bag that busts open in them in our ER and the drugs we throw at them don't do shit. Yeah. Fuck Trump, go Trump. I'll be begrudgingly voting for you. Yeah. Oh, I would too. Look, look, if Trump wins the nomination, I'm voting for him. There is no way. And by, Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way, before we go any further, last night was a campaign speech. If y'all are all wondering, and the Democrats are fucking, they're losing their minds right now, which is fantastic to watch. Joe Biden said he's running for president in 2024 last night by not saying it, by saying, well, we've started this job, let's finish it. He knows he can't finish it in a year and a half because he's got a year of campaigning to do. Joe Biden's running again, people. Now imagine that Chinese balloon was filled with it. As soon as it would be coming done, a drone possibly shoot down. What is now not blowing in the wind? Oh, that, that's interesting. Uh, the Koch brothers are super racist and evil. Screw pants. Anybody that put money into you uh, might want to stay away. Yeah. So there you go. So Donald Trump is leading the nar- it narrowly, and I, I haven't seen polls, and this is just a Republican poll, but we'll see what happens. Um, So what I was saying is what we like to do in this country, instead of fighting for what's right, you know, like getting our borders secure, and I'm not saying close the borders. I'm saying let's secure them. Let's make them – let's make America worth coming into. Um, This was sent to me two days ago, and and this to me is more funny than anything. And then I have another thing to say about it, something that Donald Trump Jr. said, and that's a guy I don't like, but he makes a lot of sense here. 
Uh, God, please, GOP, don't make me vote for Trump. Um, two days ago, the state of Oklahoma, in the state house of Oklahoma, were besieged with protesters gathering in the state capitol, inside the state capitol, because several lawmakers are seeking to limit gender-affirming care for transgender Oklahomans. From what I understand and from what I was told by people that live there, i.e. a rise, let me read the text message, um, or the, the message. Um... They, in Oklahoma, they're trying to pass a bill against cutting things off until you're 26. And they said a rep from Oklahoma was, was, was interviewed, and he says, there are a lot of Adam's apples and dresses <laughs> in a good old boy Oklahoma accent. So they want to pass this law. So all these transgenders and supporters of the transgender movement and all this kind of shit, They embarked upon the state capitol, and they were inside there. Now, wait a second. Hold on. Do we not remember what happened on January 6th? When a bunch of protesters and quote-unquote insurrectionists Storm the capital of the United States of America. Now, most of they were, we we heard stories about how they, but we've seen videos of how the police let them in and they're inside there and they're sitting at the speaker's house. And I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about everybody that's been affected that was a part of January 6th. They've been called terrorists. They've been called this and that. Um, Aren't these people the exact same? That's what I saw Don Jr. say. And, and, and it, it sparked my head. And, 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 and something that was also sent to me last night, we're going to talk about here in a second. Um, can't we call these people insurrectionists? They barged into the Capitol. Oh, they were peaceful. Wait a second. I would say about 80 to 90% of those people that went into the Capitol of the United States, well, let's say 70%, 60 to 70% were peaceful. Why aren't all these people in jail? Why, why, why don't we have, you know, a, a, a grand poobah, this girl in front or this thing in front with blue, Tiffany blue and, and black hair? What about the obvious lesbian that's wearing stop the attack shirt? Um, why aren't we throwing them in jail? Because they're insurrectionists. They broke into a Capitol building that they didn't belong in. Hmm? Wait, wait, please somebody tell me how I'm wrong. I, I would love to see how I'm wrong on this. And by the way, getting Oklahoma to change their mind on this, yeah, good fucking luck. You would get, I, I would say this. I would say that the governor of Oklahoma, Governor Stitt, I believe is his name, Governor Stitt will throw up a fucking Longhorns hand sign before he gives into this shit. Just telling you the truth. And he knows that would be utter death there in Oklahoma if he did that. 
Oh, double standards are the law. See, that's the problem that we all have is that it shouldn't be. And I know it shouldn't be and all that kind of good stuff. By the way, um, the gendering bullshit continues. And I'm going to wrap it up with when I do this, this picture that was sent to me last night as a funny meme. But it, it made me think. But before I get to that. The Church of England is deciding to probably go woke. I'm just going to read you the story. God could be referred to in non-gendered terms during the Church of England service for the first time. Bishops have announced they are launching a major project on gendered languages this spring that suggests that we stop using male pronouns, he and him, when referring to God in prayers, and even dropping the phrase, our Father, from the beginning of the Lord's Prayer. Do, do I even need to talk about this? Do, do I need to talk about how fucking ridiculous this is? Our, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. No more he hymns. The Anglicans, aka Evangelicals, the ones that were created because the king wanted to divorce and kill his wives, I'm shucketh. Um, LMAO, God is a woman. Haven't you seen Dogma? <laughs> Kevin Smith started it with Alanis Morissette playing God in Dogma. Oh, I can't wait to see what Pastor Greg has to say about that. I, I know the first thing he's going to say. The first thing he's going to say. That is full-blown witchcraft. It's witchcraft. I said it. I said I said it. That is full-blown witchcraft. It's witchcraft. <laughs> Does that make the Bible a collector's item? Yes, the greatest selling book of all time is now a collector's item. Um, huh? No, this is where the Bible thumpers are going to draw the line. No pun intended, but no way in hell are they going to let that happen. The entire foundation of the religion is he. And maybe not, but, but Mary gave birth to a son. We are readily a godless country. Might as well make it official. He had a son with a woman. Pretty sure that makes him a guy. Man, you're going to confuse the shit out of a lot of people in, in that, this church. Uh, that, that's all I got to say. I mean, you're, you're, they're going to be paying because I get, I get thrown off in, in when I read stories and they do the bullshit pronouns. sad gonna change amen next oh you still sucks yeah 
A binary. I can't see that ending a prayer. A binary. A non-binary. Now, the other thing that I was going to talk about is this picture that was sent to me last night by uh, Timmy Nicole. And it, it is a fascinating, fascinating picture. Um, now, I, I don't have it anymore here. Okay, so I'll just have it there. Um, and it, it's a funny meme. And I, I wish I could put it up. And it says, trans women are women. And it says, a thousand years later, uh, a skeleton is found. It says, male skeleton, approximately 25 years old. I thought about this after it was sent to me. And it, it was meant to be a funny meme, and I get it, and it, it, it's funny. Um, but it made me think. And usually when things make me think and think on this level, I don't find the, the humor in it. I get it, but I, I don't find the humor in it because the truth of the matter is what we're doing right now could be something very, very, and I know this is going to shock a lot of people uh, when I say it could be something that's very detrimental. What happens when, let's say, God forbid, something were to happen to a, a person that was trans? And we know that they're affected by a lot of people that, that don't like them, that want to cause them harm because of the way they want to live their lifestyle. And I don't, I don't support that. I, I, I want those people. Look, if you want to live your best life as a fucking transgendered person, I have nothing to say to you except congratulations, kudos, enjoy your life. I'm not going to be a part of it just because eh, it's not my thing. But, hey, more power to you. You go do your thing. Now, you can't force me, and that's the problem that we're having now is we're being forced to accept this lifestyle and to not only to accept the lifestyle, but to promote and and cheer on this lifestyle, which used to be, by the way, a mental illness. But what happens if some crazy serial-type killer decides to go on a rampage and start killing trans And we don't find them for, I don't know, a year or so, maybe two years. Don't find their bodies. How long will it take them to figure out, oh, wait a second, we found the DNA and the bone structure of a man, but we're looking for a woman? Anybody thought about that? Because the DNA is going to say it's a man. The bone structure will definitely say it's a man. So they just put that, they'll, they'll dig it up, they'll, they'll dust off, they'll do the DNA, and if the DNA, the, the DNA will come back, it's this person, but you're going to fuck up the system because people are going to go, what the fuck? Mm, everyone should accept who they are at birth and go on and enjoy life. Azim, my binary friend. Axim, what I miss, I've been dealing with dumb people. Yes, uh, of course we have. Uh, look, I, uh, that's all I, I'm dealing with, the stupidity that is America right now. I, I just have to, to shake my head and just go, okay, perfect, awesome. All right, the phone number is 775-357-FANS 
ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write me. By the way, listener mail is coming up next, and we have a shit ton of listener mail. So if you want to get in, uh, write me right now. Tito's down, there's a jukebox that plays all night long, real sad song, all about me and you. Oh, two doors down, I'll be forgotten 
too blue to fly The midnight train is winding low I'm so lonesome I could cry Did you ever see a rock? When leaves begin to die That means he's lost the will to live I'm so lonesome I could cry Silence of a falling star Lights up a purple sky Something up with me 
find us a brand new recipe I got a hot rod Ford and a two dollar bill And I know a spot right over the hill There's soda pop and the dancing spree So if you wanna have fun, come along with me Say, hey, good looking What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? comfortable doing this one on stage yet, but it'll make people feel uncomfortable. Here we go. I'm warming up my voice, by the way. I 
wonder so aimless life filled with sin I wouldn't let my dear Savior in then Jesus came like a stranger in the night praise the Lord I saw the light see I got a lot of work to do on that one a lot of work to do on that one but you know Whatever, but those are just the go-to karaoke's, just in case. Uh, it is that time once again for our favorite weekly feature, uh, Listener Mail, uh, brought to you by our dear, dear friends at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, my gosh, the rest. We saw what the rest were up to this weekend, people. You know what the rest like to do? The rest like to come to your house and give you a quote-unquote estimate. And what they're actually doing is they're putting little devices in your homes to allow balloons to photograph you while you are naked. Yes, those Chinese spy balloons, no, those were all put up there by the rest. And they're taking naked photos of every American they can. And then they sell them to weird, you know, sheiks and shakes, and they do what they can, and then they use that money to traffic seniors and buy more methamphetamine for their pets. It's disgusting. You know who doesn't do that to their pets? My friend Jesse at JS Floors. He doesn't sell naked pictures of you. He's not working with the Chinese. He's too busy putting in the best floors known to mankind, and you need to give him a call at 775-267-4123. Ta-da. The rest are too busy printing Marguerite Taylor Thomas T-shirts. Those guys don't waste time jumping into every trend. <laughs> now that's funny. Uh, the rest want to hold you down while Biden thoroughly sniffs you, yes. Um, all right, like I said, we got a whole lot, and we do have a, a, an, an Ask Arnie question coming up. But first, why isn't it playing? The Arnie States. Oh, that's the wrong one. Oh, that's why it's not playing, because I had it on the wrong thing, dummy. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. Oh! Scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from new listener Cobra Chick. Cobra Chick just started listening this week or, or just uh, popped in in the fam circus here. She says, this is new listener Cobra Chick. Can't listen live often, but just wanted to, say, to let you know I enjoy listening to the shows after work. Can't express how happy I am to have been put on to your show sincerely Cobra Chick. Well, Cobra Chick, thank you, and welcome to the Ass Family. I know that we welcomed you with open arms. Very proud of the Ass Family for opening up those arms like we do each and every new member here at ArnieRadio.com. You have a spectacular day. You hear? You hear? As they would say. Uh, all right, next one. Okay, no, I don't want that story. Uh, that's a story. That's not mail. Uh, all right, next one here. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, it says, hi, Arnie. My name is Nicole from Citrus Heights. I hope you have time to respond to this email. I'm 52 years young. I was listening to the Mikey podcast. You were on his show. I also loved you on back in the day, too. Everything you believe in, I totally agree. I have all the same views. Just wanted to say I am now listening to your podcast on Spotify. So, new listener, woo! Uh, let, let's give that a new listener. 
Round of applause. Love, love, love it. Oh, by the way, I have family in Texas and Oklahoma. Uh, would love to move out of this ridiculous California someday. Thanks again for all you believe in and great podcast. And also, I think you're hilarious and a very, very funny guy. Well, thank you so much. Hold on. I'm going to reply back to her. Thank you so very much. And glad you are a part of the ass family. Uh, and, and by the way, I, I read this on the air, in case you're not listening. So there you go. And you can tell it's an email by me because of my signature. So there you go. Um, let's see. Welcome, Cobra Chick. Oh, I like that. Yeah, the, the, the emoji is fantastic. <laughs> uh, what's her name so we can welcome her? That is Nicole. That is Nicole from, uh, from Citrus Heights. So there you go. Welcome. Salute. Okay, got to keep that. Okay. Uh, all right. Now, now, now. Oh, now somebody needs my help. And ask family what we do around here. We give help when people need it. Now, I'm not sure if I've uh, if I've started this in the right place, but we will see. Our first song of the day. Bulging in box. Hopefully it's good and no ads for black cocks. Instead, I have questions for all of the fam. I should sell my knowledge for ten bucks a gram. Go write me. Go and write me right now before I go and do it. I Not, not bad, a, a little bit of work to do, a little bit of work to do on that one. So then we'll give you a classic here, one of my favorites to do. I love this one, even though the, the gal I'm not a big fan of, but here we go. I am somebody that you don't know, but you're asking me things that I know, and I'm like, damn. It's 8 a.m. Ask me on the street, it's aight. Ask me online, it's out of sight. And I'm like, hey, you're okay. Cause I don't need no coffee, I don't need no tea. Just give me Dr. Pepper, that's all that I need. Uh-huh. Cause it's six and stones that break them bones and... You need to ask Arnie and do it now or he just fucked a cow. Oh my God. That's so yuck. There you go. That right there is the gold standard. 
please, please play the John Denver song. <sighs> Hold on a second. Let's let 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 let's find it. You, you want you want it? You want the the greatest of all time? It, because this is the greatest of all time. I, I I'm just here to tell you, this is the greatest Ask Arnie song I've ever done in my entire life, and I'm very proud of it. I should have been nominated for a Grammy. I'm not going to hold that against the Academy, um, but but we all know the truth. We all know that I, I deserve that, and I'm wasting time because I'm trying to find it here. Mm-hmm. Here we go. You asked it. <clears throat> it's dedicated to a special person out there going through a lot of mental ups and downs. All the radio. Oh wait, 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 whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Oh shit! I started on the second verse. No, we can't do that. We can't start on the second verse. There we go. Got some problems? I can help you. Don't you worry. I'm a trained professional. We've all been there, time after time. Now you gotta ask, so I can help you out. Ask me now, ask me now, before I fuck a cow. You know I'll do it, because I've done it. Oh, fucking a gutter you sure miss me that is fucking obvious fat and fatter is what y'all become don't you really miss me when bonus checks come out ask me now ask me now before I fuck a I've done it. Fucking the cows. Fucking the cows. <clears throat> you hear my voice in the morning hours and miss me. The radio reminds me that I'm in the right place. Driving down the road, you hear me say all the bad words like shit and fuck. Cock and cunt. Ask me now. Ask me now. That's right. I'm fucking a cow. You know I do it. Why'd I do it? I fucking cows. I'm fucking the cows. Fucking the Him. You'd have kept your mentality, but you are mad. He's fucking a cow. There you go. 
There you go. Uh, instant request right there. Boy, that was one of the better versions I've done in a long, long time. Desert Runner, you are very, very welcome. Always happy to oblige in that situation. Now to the letter. It says, Arnie, please, 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 I need your help. Seven exclamation points. So please, 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 I need your help. (sighs) You see, my husband decided to tell me today, Tuesday, that we're going to be hosting this year's Bowl of Superness party. See, I pay attention. Yes, that's the official title that we're giving you here on the show, the Bowl of Superness. Since, you know, you can't say the other words, even though I'll say Super Bowl. Um, We have never done this before, and I know that this is a big deal, and I don't want to just have chips and pizza. Please give me some ideas that won't hopefully cost me too much money. I love this show and can't wait to see you live. That is from Michelle. Well, all right. Michelle, I have hosted a Super Bowl party or two in my time. I don't do it anymore, and here's, here's Super Bowl. Soup or bowl. I like that. Soup or bowl. Um, I've hosted a lot of Super Bowl parties. Now, now I just watch the game, and, and I have a different intent when I watch the game. Um, I, I take notes during the game. I, I take notes of the commercials. and I, have, I think I have an email about the lack of me talking about commercials, and, and I have a reason for that. Um, but I, I, I pay a lot of attention because the day after the Super Bowl is always one of the biggest shows of the entire year. Always. Because people want to talk about the commercials. They want to talk about the game. They want to talk about everything, national anthem, all that kind of stuff. Okay? And this is why I don't like, I, I can't do parties anymore because I have to pay too much attention. So, so for all you people that go to Super Bowl parties and get drunk, you're welcome for my Monday show. You get to enjoy it. You get to, you know, fucking hit highball after highball and chicken wing after chicken wing. Now, I will eat good during the Super Bowl. I ain't going to lie to you about that. Um, okay, chips and pizza. Uh, I'm the best host, tater tot nachos, it's all you need. If you have a party of one, tater tot nachos is a fantastic idea. Chicken wings are a staple, brats, dogs are nice, but more a baseball food. Nacho hat is a must. Sorry for the generic answer, but I love wings at a Super Bowl party. Yes, and chicken wings are expensive right now. God damn, we went and looked at some, I was going to... And I've come to the realization, like, I, I like chicken wings. I like to make them at home every once in a while. But, man, oh, if they're going to be that damn expensive, fuck that. I'll go eat them at Hooters. But wings are always a good choice, Michelle. Pizza's not a bad idea. But let, let, look, look, look. This depends on how far you want to go. I know that I hosted one of the most epic Super Bowl parties ever. Um, and it was no thanks to Satana because she got drunk and passed out and didn't even get to see Prince at halftime because she's an idiot. But we worked all morning getting ready for the Super Bowl. We had queso dip. We, we had the, the old-fashioned Velveeta and Rotel queso dip. Oh, and it was good. We had that. We had like four crockpots going. And this is if you're going to have a big party, and this was a big party that I had. The last, one of the last ones. Um, you can't go wrong with wings. Pizza is, is, is not a miss, but you have to have other stuff. Chips is a, a staple. You're going to have to have some sort of chips and, and stuff there. Some asshole, Michelle, will come to your house with a vegetable plate, at least one. I promise you that. 
You don't have to worry about providing that. Now, see, you could do that. You could say, hey, it's a potluck, but you don't want to be that person. The bowl is super duper is always a work day, and most people who go to those parties are not football people, so it's kind of annoying. Yeah, for me it is, yeah. Smoked wings, smoked mac and cheese. I think I'm going to barbecue meatballs. Now, meatballs in a crock pot with barbecue sauce on it, fantastic. It's almost like the little Smokies. You want to impress people, you have the meatballs and the little Smokies. Don't forget the toothpicks. People need the toothpicks to pick them out of there. You got queso dip, you got meatballs, you got little Smokies. I mean, you got meats and cheese right there. Chicken wings, good. Pizza, good. Stay away from I agree. Hot dogs, no. Hot dogs, baseball food. We're about, we're, we're, whenever baseball, I know uh, pitchers and catchers report in about a week, week and a half, week. Baseball season starts with hot dogs. Hot dogs is it for baseball. Um, sourdough bread and spinach dip without them damn water chestnuts. Okay, all right, uh, yeah. My wife would be the person bringing the veggies, yeah. Little, little deviled eggs. Now, now, if you want to put the time in to make deviled eggs, you go ahead. If somebody says, hey, we want to bring over deviled eggs, you say, absolutely. Because, boy, deviled eggs are delicious. They're pain in the ass to make, though. I mean, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. As much as I love eggs this morning, oh, this morning, let me tell you about my Michelin star breakfast this morning. So you remember I told you I got them stuffed biscuits that got gravy inside them? So those go in the microwave for 45 seconds. Boom, done. Then I thought, you know what you got to have with this? You got to have a little hash brown in there. So I threw a hash brown in the toaster, toasted that up, salted it up, perfect, done. And then I poached two eggs the old-fashioned way on a boiling pot and spin the water, and they came out, mwah, magnifique. And I put that all together in a bowl. That was a breakfast right there. Uh, what about mozzarella cheese sticks? Hmm. Huh. Kale says, who doesn't like wieners in their mouth? Am I right, ladies? I think this is I'll be in Vegas for the ninth straight year. All-you-can-eat buffet Super Bowl party. That's the way to go right there. That's good shit. Um, cheese t- mozzarella cheese sticks? If... I don't know. I, I mean, look, look, you can't go wrong with the appetizer barrage that's out there. Yesterday for lunch, there's this place, uh, 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 Primo's, that we go to over by the lake. And if you ever went to TGI Fridays and you got their tostada nachos, it was a big old nacho chip, and it had bean dip on there and cheese and like a jalapeno, and you could dip it into sour cream and guacamole. And then TGI Fridays got rid of them, and I was heartbroken. And then I found this place, Primo's, on the lake, and they had them. And those are delicious. Any appetizer food goes great for the Super Bowl. I will tell you that right there. That right there, that's your main goal. Think about appetizers you've seen. Chicken wings, great. Egg rolls. One of the better Super Bowl parties I ever went to before the game even started was uh, over at Jay Slater's house, the guy who owns Slater's Dingle Wings. Well, I tell you what, you want to go to a good Super Bowl party, you go to a guy who has a food truck's house. We had chicken wings, and he made these egg rolls. They, by far, the, the best thing that I've ever eaten. And, and, and I tell Jay this all the time, next to my steaks, of course. 
He made a buffalo chicken egg roll. I, I to this day, I and he put the blue cheese in there because he's from Buffalo. So it's it's like it, it's an egg roll that's got chicken wings in there, like cut up chicken and blue cheese, and and you bite into it and you just start crying because it's so fucking good. And he does like lemon pepper. He does all his wing flavor. It, look, egg rolls winner. You want you want you want to talk about a winner winner chicken dinner? You fucking present. And this would be a fancy Super Bowl party. You present tater skins, I'm your best friend forever. There is nothing, to me, next to the Bloomin' Onion, boy, oh boy, the Bloomin' Onion's tough to beat. And that one's a tough one to make at the house. I'm not going to recommend that one. But tater skins, oh, tater skins, that, that, that's, that could be a kryptonite for me. Would pimento cheese be acceptable, or is that just for the Masters? That's my master's meal. I, I, I won't eat pimento cheese at the Super Bowl. Now, I will be watching the, the Waste Management Golf Tournament because Hole 16 where tens of thousands of people gather and cheer incessantly and throw beer in the air. That's fantastic to watch in golf. Uh, let's see. Uh, I made over easy boiled eggs in the air fryer this morning. It came out good. Okay, good. Uh, I don't have a problem. I, I, I have a war with my air fryer. Yeah, me and my air fryer just don't get along. Uh, we made Super Bowl samosas and five-layer bean dip. That's the five-layer bean dip, always a winner at, at Super Bowl parties. Stuffed bacon-wrapped jalapenos, you can do that. Hey, that, that's another good one. What about a cold-cut plate? Well, that's the single-man plate. Here you go. Here's some stacks of ham and cheese. What do you put in your samosas, Car? They're so good. Uh, take it easy, Arnie. If you eat too many appetizers, you might get fat. Stackar makes pickle-infused aloe gooby. <laughs> so, Michelle, look, we've given you a bunch of operative. Think it, look, this is for anybody. When it, when it comes to hosting a Super Bowl party, and Super Bowl parties can be tough. I mean, they can be like, like – you know, if you got work people coming over and stuff like that, you don't want to be known as the person that had the shitty Super Bowl party. Artichoke dip, that not bad, very good. Any kind, if you want to bring, see, this, this is the thing, this is the thing. These are great things for people to bring. The host uh, making all the, look, if the host is going to make little Smokies and and, and, and the, the barbecued meatballs in the, in, in the, in the co- crock pot, and maybe have, I don't know, pot stickers. Pot stickers are also good. But any kind of appetizer, then that's good. People want to bring the dips and shit over, that's great. Uh, the host needs to bring chips or have chips, plenty of chips. Um, here's the other thing, Michelle, that we haven't talked about. Are you going to be serving alcohol? Are you going to be serving drinks? Because you need to be well-stocked. And I'm talking about you need to have everything. Because you have some fruity, weird, new NFL fans there. They're going to ask you for, you know, some kind of artisanal fruity drink that ends in itty. I'm just saying. You got you to know if you're having a bougie party or not. If you're not having a bougie party, then, then beer and, and whiskey, tequila, vodka, Rum, you, you can you can categorize people when they drink rum at that. So uh, yeah, I would say if you got tequila, vodka, whiskey, and beer, 
you're good to go there. Is Ham okay for a Super Bowl party? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's great. Uh, look, look, you want to serve ham at a Super Bowl party? Good. That's more ham for everybody else, and I'm going to eat every fucking potato skin you got. I'm going to walk over the potato skin plate before anybody else has an opportunity, and I'm going to pick up the entire plate, and I'm going to walk to my chair, and I'm going to sit there and eat all the potato skins if you serve ham. If you ask for a fruity drink, you can stand outside and watch through the window. <laughs> All right. I, I think we helped her out. At least I hope we helped her out. Uh, next one here. Let's do it, shall we? All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie. I wanted to tell you that I'm really looking forward to your Super Bowl show with Joe on Thursday. Yeah, uh, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, and I are going to be talking nothing but football tomorrow. I figure next week we can talk about the new stupid rules of baseball since pitchers and catchers will be reporting. We'll talk more about that. And I, somebody has a letter for me about basketball, and I'll talk about it here in a second. But tomorrow, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, and I, nothing but football. Uh, Aaron Rodgers story, everything coaching. Um, and all the different crazy bets, and we'll talk about the actual game. Uh, triple Crock-Pot Meatballs Three Ways, that, that's pretty good. Um, I know that you said you'd give your pick then and there. I was just wondering, do you think it's going to be a good game? And I haven't heard you mention much about the commercials. Well, I haven't mentioned anything about the commercials because I'm old school, Okay. I like my Super Bowl commercials to be revealed during the Super Bowl. I've seen, I, I've tried to stay away from a lot of the stories about, and, and and I know that there's a couple that are out there that are coming. I've tried to stay away because the commercials in the past few years have been so bad. They've last year they were all so woke. I'm ready for Super Bowl commercials to get back to the gloriousness that was Super Bowl commercials. So that's why I haven't talked about them, because I'd rather talk about them on Monday. I don't want to ruin it for everybody. So that's why I haven't talked much more. And this is from Danny. Uh, so that, great question there, Danny. Uh, yes, I'm not going to give you my pick of the game. I will give that tomorrow. I will give a final score. Um... Do I think it's going to be a good game matchup-wise? Sure. It, it, it has the potential to be a very, very good game. It has the potential to be a blowout. We'll see. Like I said, uh, I, I, I'll give you my prediction tomorrow, I promise. Um, am, I, am I looking for I don't know how I can look forward to a Super Bowl with one of my most hated teams in there and another team with a quarterback I really don't like. It's a Super Bowl, so of course I'll watch. I mean, it's, it's not a game that, that I'm really fucking caring about, but whatever. And these stupid Maya M&M commercials are so stupid, hopefully they end them. Oh, I'm done with M&Ms. I'm off the M&M bandwagon. You fire the fucking fake candies and you put on Maya, and, and, and her first commercial is, oh, we filled them with clams. <laughs> because that's funny. M&M's, it tastes like clam. 
fucking terrible. All because a bunch of idiots got mad at the gender of... Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to rehash it. I'm not going to rehash it. We're going to move on because I'm a professional. Get that sandwich out yes. of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Arnie, what in the hell is the NFL thinking with the new format of the Pro Bowl? I mean, there is bad, and then there is painful, and then there is painfully unwatchable, and then you would have this year's game. Has the NFL just said we're going to do what we want because we know you'll watch? I'm done. That's from Mike. Let me explain this in a way that, that I can I, I can I can tell you about like we used to have listeners that we would refer to as P1 listeners. P1 listeners are the listeners that will uh We'll listen to you no matter what. You, you, you could literally uh, poop on a puppy on the air and people will still listen to you. Those are your P1s. And most football fans are P1s. They aren't going anywhere. Um, and when you say we have, and, and, and for a P1, when you have any kind of, the, the P1s are like, um, Oh, I don't want to make fun of them, but they're like comic book kids. They they they're like the 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 Comic Con people. They're they're so whenever there's new, let's say just Batman, and I'm not putting these people down. I'm not putting the the nerds down, except when I call them nerds. But when they find out, oh, there's there's a new you know four extra minutes of Indiana Jones, they rush out to see it. NFL fans are the exact same way. Hey, we're going to have a brand new uh, Pro Bowl this year, and people are going to go to it, no matter how shitty it is. And they don't, in the NFL, along with all those other people, they don't care about the P1 fans. They don't even care really about the P2 fans because they know the P2 fans are going to end up showing up there. It's P3 and P4 fans that they're worried about. And that's why they've made the game a lot safer, the game's a lot more friendly, all that kind of stuff. By the way, I saw an interesting thing on Real Sports with Bryant Gumbel the other day. And and I'm just going to touch on this really fast. Um, for the past 10 years, they've kept statistics on this. And I think the number is anywhere between 150 and 400 or 500 kids a year die of what happened to... DeMar Hamlin. Remember DeMar Hamlin, the kid with the, the Buffalo Bills who got hit and then he his his heart stopped and they had to give him CPR on the field. And they, they, they shocked him and it was the electric pulse that started his heart back up. It's happening all the time across this country in high schools. And some of these high schools do not have defibrillators that are around them. And it's been happening for the last 10 years, so before we go into any kind of craziness about vaccines and things like that, I, I think that, that if we're going to continue sports in this country, especially for young people, I think that and it, they cost $100 and like the, it, for it, a year to maintain a, a defibrillator. It costs like $100. 
why are more athletes not getting behind this? Why are more not people not getting behind having more defibrillators at sporting events for these kids? Because it's been proven to save life. It's an electric charge. They, they come back, and it happens a lot more than, than it's reported. This is a very, very interesting story. Uh, check it out. It was Real Sports. Uh, Soledad O'Brien, she did the uh, story, and I found it to be fascinating. But that's just a, a look. The NFL is – I think the NFL should fucking spend some of their billions of dollars that they have to outfit a lot of these schools with those. I think that would be a good thing. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, all right, next one here. Uh, Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. I was wondering if you heard and what you thought about Prince Harry almost hosting Saturday Night Live. They said it broke down over negotiations. I didn't know the host got paid or anything like that. Thank God that didn't happen. That's from Brittany. Refurbished factory AEDs are now as low as $750 a piece. Pro Bowl turned into the Nickelodeon's Kid Choice Awards. Yeah, pretty much. It, it, it was embarrassing. It, it was just embarrassing. Um, I I had read the story about Prince Harry being uh, asked to host Saturday Night Live. And the truth of the matter is um, <laughs> it's because SNL wouldn't pony up the special lip gloss for his todger. Why can't Arnie States host SNL? Because I'm too funny. Uh, look, I'll, I'll, I'll be a dick and I'll say it. I'm not afraid. I'm too funny to host that show. That's why. Um, as far as uh, the host, always, look, look, when uh, who watches SNL anymore? There's still people watching. They still put it on. Um, everybody who goes on talk shows, they get paid. If you go on, it, like when celebrities go on Steve Harvey's show, if he still has a show, or, or, or uh, what's her name, uh, the fat chick, Kelly Clarkson. When you go on the Kelly Clarkson show, they give you a check for like $1,500. It's part of the, 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 the rules of Hollywood and things like that, and a lot of times those, they just put that in the bank or they give it to their assistant or, or things like that. Now, Saturday Night Live will pay, and I don't know what they pay, Um but I don't think that's what the negotiations were over. Yo, Saturday Night Live couldn't handle me because, see, it'd be funny again. I could write the entire episode. First thing we're going to do is lampoon fucking Joe Biden, and then I'll host the news by myself. The negotiations came down to, and, and I can, they haven't said anything about it, not like I said, it's Saturday Night Live, and I'm with you, Cal Girl. About Saturday Night Live was big for me. It was a ve- major, major comedy influence on me. I, 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 I'm not afraid to say it. Saturday Night Live influenced a lot of my comedy, um, from Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood to Jane, you're an ignorant slut. They taught me what funny was, and they were funny. By saying and lampooning society. 
I mean, I want you to think about how smart this show was at one time. Um, uh, Chevy. I, I, I'm going to play his bit, and I'll probably get in trouble for playing this bit, but I don't care. This was a job. Uh, this was one of the first seasons of Saturday Night Live when Richard Pryor was a host, and it was a job interview with he and Chevy Chase. Probably pretty ready for this job. We got one more uh, kind of psychological test we always do here. It's just a word association. I'll uh, throw you out a few words. Uh, anything that comes to your mind, just throw it back at me, okay? Just kind of an arbitrary thing. Like if I said dog, you'd say... Tree. Tree. <laughs> Dog? Tree. Fast? Slow? Rain? Snow? White? Black. Bean? Pod? Negro? Whitey? Tar baby? What'd you say? Tar baby. Oh, Faye. Colored. Redneck. Jungle bunny. Pack of wood. Burhead. Cracker. Spear chucker. White trash. Jungle bunny. Hunker! Spade! Hunker, hunker! Nigger! Dead hunker! I think you're qualified for this job. Uh, how about a starting salary of $5,000? Your mama! Uh, $7,500 a year. Your grandma! $15,000, Mr. Wilson. You'll be the highest paid janitor in America. Just don't, don't hurt me, please. Okay. That was during the 70s. We were, I mean, we were still, you know, fighting racism in the 70s. And that's funny. And that's what that show used to do. It inspired so many comedians that you don't even know about. And watching that clip, it, it, it hurts my soul that Saturday Night Live is not edgy like that anymore. Big Hoops has got a call as soon as they hung up. The first thing I hear is Jungle Bunny. Uh, comedy used to be so good. It, it did. It, it really did, and, and I want to bring it back there. I mean, I'm not going to be alone. I watched a great comedy. You need to, you need to watch a, a comedy clip, and I don't have it. It's Bill Burr being interviewed by Conan O'Brien on, on uh, his Sirius XM show, and Bill Burr talks about laughing at the movie Precious. And it's so funny because... When you watch guys like Bill Burr, you remember what comedians used to be. And there are, there are some comedians out there that are going old school like Bill Burr that don't care. There are people out there like Jimmy Carr. There are people out there like the, the like Dave Chappelle 
and Ricky Gervais that don't give two fucks. And I love it. That's the way comedy should be. But now, due to, I don't know if it's corporate bullshit, which that's an easy one to hide behind. Let me, let me, let me tell you a way around corporate bullshit. The way around corporate bullshit is high ratings. When you get high enough ratings, you don't have to hear the words corporate bullshit. And let me just say, believe me, I know. I work for the third largest radio corporation in America, and I want you to think about all the shit that I got away with. I got in trouble for a day for telling a little girl to dress like a pink taco for Halloween. Why? It was fucking funny. My favorite thing to do on the morning show was when parents called up and they said their seven or nine-year-old was listening, and I would ask them the kid's name. And I would say, Jacob, today at school, be sure to say the word penis. Uh, I saw that episode, and he's so fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Ken Dog says, wow, 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 dropping the hard R. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 that watching that clip is amazing to see what comedy used to be like, and that was a white guy saying it. And I, I, I will always tell you that my all-time favorite line from a TV show, and, uh, and uh, Longhorn Wiener Dad, if you're listening to this, I've never given credit to this, but Longhorn Wiener Dad was the first person to turn me on to this. Look around here. There's enough niggas in here to make a Tarzan movie. <laughs> that, to me, is the funniest moment in television history. My, uh, next to Bob Bank, or Bob, uh, oh, oh, uh, oh, what was his name? Bob Eubanks. Bob Eubanks on the... Uh, <laughs> On the newlywed game, when he asked a woman, where's the strangest place you ever had whoopee? And she says, in the butt, Bob. Hold on. I, you know what? Oh, good Lord, Bubba. Jesus jumped up Christ. Did you shit yourself? Oh. What did you have? Bob Banks. In the butt. Yeah, here we go. This is... Girls, tell me where specifically is the weirdest place that you personally, girls, have ever gotten the urge to make whoopee? Um. <laughs> In the... No, no, no. No, no. It's the no, I'm talking about is the weirdest location, the weirdest, the weirdest place. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they bleeped it. He said it was uh, in the car on the freeway. She said in the butt. They bleeped it out. I can't believe they bleeped it out on YouTube. That's fucking crazy. Hold on a second here. The year was 1977. I posed a question to a young couple. Where specifically is the weirdest place that you personally, girls, have ever gotten the urge to make whoopee? 
says in the ass I'll share the clip with you and and you can see how fine of these people they are that would never go today but it was funny see that that's the whole thing funny is funny this is my definition of funny funny is funny funny is anything that makes you laugh and I mean anything and it can be hurtful it can be mean if it's still funny it has to have that overlying context of funny can't be mean just be mean there's funniness in the mean, and it's funny. It's funny. But Saturday Night Live, going back to the original email about Prince Harry hosting Saturday Night Live, the negotiations got hung up because of all the things I would imagine he would not be willing to do. Making fun of the royal family, making fun of the British, making fun of his fucking stuck-up wife, and there is a story about them, and they have to, they, they, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow about them appearing in court, and it's, and by the way, she is not a, she is not a happy camper. I know, and, and this is going to be shocking. She's not a happy camper about the memoirs that Prince Harry wrote, especially detailing his love life when he lost his virginity to an older lady. Reports are she is fucking pissed. I mean, we might have to break out the Tammy Wynette song with them. Who stays together longer, Meghan Markle and Harry or or Ben and Jen? I mean, nobody really gives a fuck, but okay. All right, back to mail we go. Uh, after that long sequiloquy, sequiloquy, uh, whatever the word is, on Kai, I got a mouthful of spit, sorry. Don't move! Stay where you are! It's time for mail call! I bet Harry and Meghan don't do it in the butt. Oh, I guarantee you they don't. And here! Listen up, it's time for mail call! Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Hey, Arnie! So does LeBron passing Kareem on the all-time scoring list finally get him into your top five players of all time? You have to admit, that's pretty impressive, and that's from Cian. Oh, I'm sorry, S-E-A-N. That's, I, I guess, somewhere in America that's pronounced Sean. Okay, Cian. Was the older woman the queen? <laughs> uh, LeBron James last night passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. He did it with about three and a half minutes left in the third quarter, meaning he needed 36 points. He got 37 by midway through the third quarter. And I will say unequivocally, no, this does not get him in my top five. And I'm going to tell you why. Do you know what made guys like like Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Bill Russell, um, Jerry West, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Do you know what made them so great? Is that every one of those guys I mentioned made players around them so much better, mainly due to their work ethic. Now, I'm not, 
I'm not going to slam LeBron because I don't pay enough attention to him. He's not the greatest player of all time. The celebrations that ensued last night, I, I, I find to be, I understand why. It, it is quite the accomplishment. You can't take that away. He's the all-time leading scorer in basketball history. You can't take that away from him. But every one of those guys made everybody on that team better. Do you think that Steve Kerr would be a head basketball coach in the NBA if it weren't for Michael Jordan? Steve Kerr wouldn't have got playing time because he was a 5'11 white guy. Michael Jordan brought the greatness out in him. Kobe Bryant and Shaq brought the greatness out of each other. LeBron used to make people around him better. He's only got one person he ever made better, and that was Kevin Hart. Or not Kevin Hart, Kevin, uh, the white guy. I mean, nobody else. He was surrounded by, by decent, adequate players as himself when he went to Miami and won a championship finally. He had, I mean, he had good players with him. He had great players with him. But those guys made everybody around them. Scottie Pippen was a nobody from a fucking small school in Arkansas. Michael Jordan brought out the greatness in him. Magic Johnson brought out the greatness in Michael Cooper. He gave teeth to Kurt Rambis. My God, what, what Larry Bird, look what Larry Bird did for Robert Parrish and Dennis Johnson and Cornbread Maxwell. He brought the killer side out of him because he was a killer in practice. LeBron James broke the scoring record and had 37 points by three minutes left in the third quarter, and the Lakers still lost. Kevin Love, there we go. There's a video of someone asking MJ if he's the greatest, and he says uh, he has the greatest team. Then they show LeBron being asked the same question. He says he's the greatest player in the NBA. The IG brought out the greatness in sack. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go quite that far. But I, I thank you for that. Um, but that's what those guys did, and that's why Michael Jordan is still the greatest player to ever play. End of question. Don't come. Don't come back to me. Don't 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 come back to me. Until somebody does what Michael Jordan did. Win six championships, not lose. Take a year off. Bring a team back to the championship level and win three in a row twice. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me until somebody does what Bill Russell did and win 11 championships in a 13-year career. In one of the most racist cities in America, and he did it as a black man. Boston. LeBron James has done dick in the NBA. Except become the all-time leader in scoring. Congratulations. Way to go. You passed one of the greats in Kareem. Awesome. But you're still not the greatest of all time. Jordan never scored 100 points in a game like Wilt. No, he didn't even score 81 like Kobe. Kobe still doesn't have as many championships. Didn't Kobe lose the final? Michael Jordan never lost a final. Just going to let you know that. There's not a discussion. 
There's not it, the discussion is two through five. The end. And it, it's honestly one of the only sports that doesn't have the discussion. Football, you can have the discussion about one who's the greatest. And I'm talking greatest player of all time. Not defensive, not offensive, not quarterback, not running back. I'm talking about the greatest NFL player of all time. There's no there's no lock candidate there. Kobe crashed in the final. <laughs> there's no consensus on the greatest baseball player of all time. Was it Babe Ruth? I don't know. Was it was was it Lou Gehrig? I mean, that guy played with a crippling fucking disease that they named after him, for God's sakes. That's how bad it was. There's no consensus on this. The consensus in the NBA is the fact of the matter is, is that he's the greatest. It's like what they want to tell you about hockey, that Wayne Gretzky is the greatest, when Wayne Gretzky was a giant pussy, and we all know that Gordie Howe is the greatest. The end. Jordan never played in a game seven in the finals. Didn't have to. Dennis Rodman could stop LeBron now. Oh, I would think so. Whoa, who got pulled? I just got to send a text message. After impotent conduct play, oh, who is this? Is it is it Michael Irvin? Please don't be Michael Irvin. I think Mike just sent me this. Oh, Michael Irvin pulled from media after improper conduct claim. Hold on, let's see this. Uh, Wednesday morning uh, reported that it was pulled from upcoming appearance for the network. Um... A woman complained about his conduct during the encounter Sunday evening. Uh, wow. <laughs> Irvin claims he was baffled by the complaint following what he alleges was a public encounter with minimal physical interaction. I don't even remember it because I had a few drinks. Well, there you go. Way to go, Michael Irvin. Dumbass. As much as I hate Kobe, he won more titles than lost. LeBron is what, like four and seven? Is I think he's three and uh, three and six? Something like that. Magic won four titles in the era of Bird and Detroit's bad boys. Better than LeBron. Excelled in every position. Better than LeBron. Let's not also forget, uh, not that I'm taking away from Bird or Detroit, but he also beat Dr. J. And Dr. J was, Dr. J was the man. I would put Dr. J on my list of greatest players way before LeBron James. And Dr. J only has, like, one title. But Dr. J was the fucking man. Yeah, so uh, to, to see in, uh, if you are a Kobe or uh, a LeBron fan, I don't have a problem with you being a LeBron fan. No. Is he one of the greatest in the top ten, maybe? I mean, if I sat there and thought about it and, and, and got rid of my utter displeasure and hate for him and his social consciousness... I could put him in the top ten. He'd be close to nine or ten. Two with Miami, one with Cleveland, and one with L.A. in the COVID. But okay, so he is four, four and six, then four and seven. I don't know. All, all I know is that he's lost a lot more. He's lost seven NBA Finals. How can you? Does that make Jim Kelly one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time? What about Fran Tarkenton? Both lost four Super Bowls. Yeah, I saw the story about Kyle Busch detained in Mexico after a gun in his luggage. Yeah. He's the John Elway of football. And people will put John Elway. I don't put John Elway in my top five quarterbacks. 
All right, let's continue going, shall we? Stop shitting on LeBron. And here, listen up, it's time for mail call. Not Bucket, it's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Hey, Arnie, I have to say that I'm going to have to disagree with you about Matthew McConaughey being on the new Yellowstone. He has actually become a decent actor and not all rom-com anymore. I do agree Kevin Costner is still the best for the role, but I think you should give all right, all right, all right a break. That's from Steve. Arnie, do you remember my last Joe Murphy joke? It was about Michael Irvin. <laughs> yep. LeBron chokes at the end like David Carradine. Battleborn, he should have known better not to do that. Yeah. Um, the more I keep hearing about this Kevin Costner thing, look, look, do you want to know what it is? Kevin Costner makes $1.2 million an episode. All Paramount and Tyler Sheridan have to do and I'm sure that Kevin Costner has given them a number. He probably wants $2 million an episode. Because, look, I saw a very, very interesting video. That since the show debuted, since Yellowstone debuted, Boot Barn stock has gone up 227% due to sales. Wrangler stock is almost up to 150% since that show started. Kevin Costner sees what's going on. And I even I even pointed this out uh, a few weeks ago. They've got some new dating show on now, The Farmer's Daughter. And they're all on big ranches. And it should be called the rancher's daughter. But then we would all go, well, that's a direct ripoff of Yellowstone, even though it is a direct ripoff or derivative of Yellowstone. Yellowstone is, is, is and look, the, the shows that spurned off, 1883, huge streaming numbers. 1923, huge streaming numbers. Kevin Costner is no stupid idiot. He's been in Hollywood for a long time. Do you think that he's ready to walk away from this? From a paycheck that is $1.2 million per episode? Kevin Costner wants more money. The end. He sees everything that Yellowstone has done. And by the way, go ahead and look up the boot barn numbers. I'm not throwing these out as, as just crazy numbers. I do my research. Same with Wrangler. They're owned by a, a parent company. You have to look up the parent company and look what their stock has done since Yellowstone debuted. There's a direct correlation between the two. Um, Rip Cole Hauser was just in Fort Worth this last weekend. Uh, they have the big Fort Worth stock show and rodeo, one of the biggest rodeos in the world. It's like three weeks long. He and Tyler Sheridan were there last week. You couldn't get in. We went last year, and I guess they did a pop-up there last year, and everybody went crazy. The rodeo industry has benefited dramatically from Yellowstone. Same thing happened with Sons of Anarchy and Harley-Davidson. Well, Sons of Anarchy and Harley-Davidson, to a point, I agree with you on that. Not that companies are, are going up 200%. Sons of Anarchy did have a, a, a notch in the sales, but no, 
A lot of people in the industry are saying they haven't seen this happen in a long, long time. Uh, a few years, thrift stores, women's shelters will be used closing place. I'm going to find boots and jeans. Absolutely. Absolutely you are, because that's what America does. They've all jumped on this trend. And Kevin Costner sees that they jumped on the trend, and Kevin Costner was the reason for this trend. He wants more money. Pair him out, shell it out to him. Give him $2 million an episode. I bet you sign him for another five fucking seasons. Because of Cobra Kai, lots of people are waxing off. <laughs> uh, but uh, as far as Matthew McConaughey goes, look, I, I agree. He's become a better actor than his rom-com days. I just don't. I, 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 if you're going to do the four sixes, and it is a, a historic ranch here in Texas, if you're going to do the four sixes, you need to do it right. And Taylor Sheridan actually owns the four sixes now, and he better than anybody will know how to do it right, and I trust him. And if he says Matthew McConaughey is the guy, I got to trust him because he's made good TV. There you go. Not Bucket, it's time for Mail Call. Welcome to Mail Call. What the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, I was just wondering, since you like to say you're old, but you're not, and you have watched things intensely for years now, when did every single award show become nothing more than political bullshit? And now being very woke as Shania used some weird term for Willie Nelson, and for God's sakes, Jill Biden was there. That's from Heather. Uh, what if Costner starts doing commercials for Boot Barn and makes money there instead? Well, he could. I, I, it would be weird to see Kevin Costner doing a Boot Barn commercial. Um. I have watched award shows. I, I used to love watching the award shows. Um, the Academy Awards, I loved watching it because it was a great show. Back when Billy Crystal hosted it and he did his little musical thing at the beginning, it was fun to watch. And I never, you know, I never got upset. Oh, just rich people patting each other on the back. Well, if they did a good job and people liked it more than anything, then yeah, you can award them. I don't have a problem with it. Um... I'll say one of the first times I ever got political was Marlon Brando when he allowed a Native American girl to speak for him when he won the award for, I believe, The Godfather. And a lot of people said, well, it's Brando. They let him get away with that because he's Brando. And he, you know, he was big time in that. But it opened the door. And ever since then, every award show is nothing more than virtue signaling. It's nothing more than a woke event. And it's nothing more than a shock factor and titillation. I mean, especially if you want to rank award shows, the Grammys got to be somewhere near the bottom. Hell, I'd put the goddamn Kids' Choice Awards where they get gooed near the top. But the the, the Grammys have been nothing but political and, and trying to shock you. Lady Gaga and the meat outfit and in the fucking egg that she came in. And uh, let's remember, you know, everybody's talking about Sam Smith and his, you know, devilish performance. What about the rapper last year? Remember that? Uh, uh, wasn't it the same kid who did the, the Old Town Road song? Didn't he do some kind of satanic thing? Well, I, just, I, just, I just throw my hands up. These are all performers. They're just trying to sell records. 
if they're devil worshippers, they're devil worshippers. They'll go to hell eventually and whatever. I, I just, I've gotten to the point where I just don't give a fuck anymore about them. And I hate that because I love going to the movies. And I loved, I, I love the whole idea of the Academy Awards. It was really a cool thing. But now it's more of who are you wearing? What are you wearing? What's your cause this year? What are you going to say on stage? Are you going to ask them to save the sea lions? Are you going to ask them to save the whales? How about you go on stage and say, thank you for seeing my movie. Thanks to all my fans for supporting me. Remember them? Hey, Hollywood. Hey, a music industry. Remember that four-letter word? Fans? I always think of Apple computers when I see Kevin Costner and laugh because he didn't know how to hold the mouse correctly. He used to do Apple commercials. That's funny. Um... But, yeah, I mean, in that Shania Twain, I'll receive the award for him there. Huh? I I don't think Willie Nelson has fucked around with his pronouns. You can say him. I don't think Willie's sitting around on his tour bus blazing a fucking fatty, going, you know what, I'm going to fuck around with my pronouns. My new pronouns are Zimzay. Look, look, Willie Nelson is a, a liberal fucking... Hippie pothead. Still love his music. Still love the man. Look, and, and I don't hold people's political aspersions against them. They want to believe that way. Okay. I still like Willie. Willie's still a funny guy. I like Willie. Uh, save the whales, LOL. That shit never gets talked about anymore. Oh, no. People have given up on the whales. The whales are a bunch of bastards. That's what they all say. The whales are all a bunch of assholes. All right, last one here. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Now, we'll just keep going. We won't take another break, so we'll just keep going here. Uh, This one is from Sam. It says, hey, Arnie. I, too, am a big wrestling fan, and I really do respect the knowledge that you and Tommy have on it, but the history that you know blows my mind sometimes. With that being said, I was wondering if you could give sort of a state of wrestling world address for us wrestling fans. Keep up the great show and reach for the sky, boy. Uh, An ode to Jay Briscoe. Um, The state of wrestling. State of wrestling is a very interesting position right now. State of wrestling is in a good position for you wrestling fans out there because the product... There's a lot of ways to view the product that don't include a computer or a cell phone. Lots of TV on wrestling. Not only Monday Night Raw and AEW Wednesday and Friday night and SmackDown. Access TV has a wrestling show on Thursday nights. The, the Vice series, uh, Dark Side of the Territories and Dark Side of Wrestling... Opened up a lot of people's eyes to wrestling. Starting, I believe, this Sunday night on A&E, they're going to go back to the documentaries about wrestlers, and there's one coming up of Dusty Rhodes that I can't wait to see. Uh, The state of wrestling right now uh, is in, I I would think it's in great shape, but it's, it's teetering because there's so many eyes on wrestling now. Um, the WWD, WWE has resorted back, in, in my opinion, sadly, 
to the old, old days of Hulkamania. Now, nobody has a catchphrase of eating their vitamins and saying their prayers, but everybody does have a catchphrase here and there. And the fact of the matter is, is that the product that the WWE is putting out sometimes really, really is good. And then sometimes it's an assault on our, our, our knowledge and our, our care as fans due to the fact that they have cage matches and nobody bleeds. I'm sorry. I, I, I know that's a stickler for me, but it is. I, I, I realized something last week, and, and I was very, very proud of this, and, and I didn't even realize it. I got to see the Briscoe brothers' last match. And I like the Briscoes because they take me back to a time where guys like Bruiser Brody, they reminded me of tag teams like the Steiner brothers. They reminded me of wrestlers like, like the Freebirds and the Von Erichs back when wrestling was a lot more. When you saw the guys, you were like, whoa, that's a guy I wouldn't want to run into. That's what pro wrestlers are. They're not the best people in the world. I know that. But nowadays you see them and they're like, eh. And some of the guys you want to be fans of, they can't pro cut promos. But the state of wrestling, I'll say this right now, is strong if they go in the right direction. I think WWE is, is opening the door for AEW due to the fact that they could have had a killer WrestleMania. And, and I'm not saying that Cody versus Roman Reigns isn't going to be great. Um, but I think the WWE fans wanted to see Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns to end that story, the bloodline story. We're not going to get it. We're going to get it at Elimination Chamber, the pay-per-view that's next. Yeah. We'll probably see it at WrestleMania, which means the Usos will be tag team champs until WrestleMania, and the Usos are an awful tag team. We'll see them dethroned at WrestleMania when Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn end up beating them because the company doesn't believe in Sami Zayn. What was you said, Arnie? I think the rest might switch to printing uh, WWD 40 t-shirts before the day's done. So there you go. There, there, there it is. I, I think wrestling's in a good spot where it is. They just need to keep going in that right direction. And I hope they do. I'm about to text MJF. What's it like to be uh, to know that Mark Briscoe cuts better promos than you? He's better, and you know it. I'm seeing if he'll he'll write me back because Mark Briscoe does cut the best promos in the world. MJF is a close second, but um, and speaking of wrestling, yesterday we uh, got the news from V Coop. He saw it first that Jerry the King Lawler was hospitalized in Florida. There are mixed reports coming out. Some reports are saying that the King. Had a stroke, something happened in his carotid artery, and they had to operate, and, they, and he didn't get any blood. Some people are saying he had a heart attack. I'm not going to go with anything. I just know that he was hospitalized. Um, some people have talked to him, including good old JR. They said his speech has been affected, but he is up, sitting up in bed, and he's recuperating, and hopefully he'll be back fully uh, in no time. We'll see. Jerry the King Lawler is a very, very important man to me. Blah, blah, blah. Might as well have took a music break. Well, sorry you don't like wrestling. 
I don't understand Sammy's so big right now, but blow the roof. I, I agree. He had a stroke so he and JR can talk the same way. You all know my Jerry the King Lawler story, and I got to actually tell Jerry the King Lawler this story this year with Tommy. When he asked our friend Phil, who had a lazy eye, say, boy, what you looking at, me or him? And when Jerry the King Lawler broke down and started crying, or not crying, <laughs> laughing on that, that was, it, was, it was such a, 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 an awesome moment that, that I got to tie it all together. So I, I hope the King gets better. Because, man, wrestling without Jerry the King Lawler would be weird. All right. Oh, by the way, I've got, I've got a video for y'all. And we're, we're going to watch this video live together here. This is one of the greatest hockey hits I've ever seen in my entire life as a grown-up. Jacob Truba from the New York Rangers destroyed this boy on the ice. Here we go. Let's see. We'll pick up this game. The Coyotes and the New York Rangers. Zone. Padre. Here we go. Padre's going. Good Lord. Big hit is the understatement of the decade. He led with his shoulder and ended up hitting him with his pinky. His whole arm went through the guy's jaw. Let's watch that shit again. Come on, play. Zone. Padre after it. Padre against the Oh, and then somebody comes in to fight it. Challenge this time by Dubay. Oh, and Trubo. Oh, well, he is just beating the piss out of this guy. He's raining right hands down. Oh, oh it's El Nino season of rights. And then he skates off after he whooped that dude's monkey ass. Trubo with a massive hit. And Woo! Now he's got better timing on these plays. Man, when you see that hit, it goes from 6 to midnight. Holy Lord. That's going to get him kicked out of the league. I mean, he took that dude's fucking head off. That was awesome. There you go. We haven't had a good fucking hockey video in a long time. Um, Okay, uh, I know what I, I – I have to talk about this story, and then we'll talk about Michael Jackson after this kid. Um. By the way, that teacher, we got an update on that teacher that got shot by the, uh, by the kid. By the way, this teacher is, should be able to own the entire school district in, I don't know, in about four minutes in her legal case. A six-year-old boy who shot and wounded his teacher consistently swore at the staff, tried to whip other students with his belt, and once choked a teacher until she couldn't breathe. The incidents were described in a notice sent to the Newport News School District by Diane Tosco, lawyer for Abby Zwarner, the teacher shot by the kid. The lawyer informed the district that Ms. Zwarner intends to sue. Well, uh, I mean, really, you're going to sue? Duh. I mean, the incidents were described in, described in a notice sent by the school district. Um, Ms. Warner had just finished reading a story to a class who were about to head to an art lesson when the six-year-old pulled out a handgun and shot her. Now, let, 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 wait, 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 w
So let, let's go back on, on a little timeline here. So um, he swore at the staff. Okay, that's incident one. By the way, if six-year-old swears at me, yeah, we're going to see a roundhouse because I can get my leg up high enough to hit a six-year-old with a roundhouse. Um, tried to whip other students with a belt. Now, where are the people claiming racism there because he's whipping them? Your name is Toby. If he was saying that shit and they're not reporting that, I want it reported now. If he said your name is Toby, I want to hear that. If you don't know what that's from, look it up. Those who know are laughing their ass off right now. And once choked another teacher until she couldn't breathe. First of all, you let a child put hands on a teacher? And that child was still in the school? My name is Kunta. No, it's Toby. Wacha! I, I once had this idea. I once had this idea for a radio sweeper, and, and, and it got nixed, but it was so funny. It was probably the funniest sweeper you've ever heard. And it involved that that the the thing from uh from Roots, the it had the 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 slaver yelling, What's your name? And we would say like ninety-eight rock. Whoosh. No, it's Toby. What's your name? And each time we'd play it louder and louder and louder. Yeah, the bosses said, no, you can't do that one. Um, But it would have been great. It would have been great. Now, back to this six-year-old who's whipping students, asking him if their name is Toby or not. And then he choked a teacher. Now, I, I know the kid is six. And I know the school gets money for the kid's ass being in a, a seat there. Why is this kid still in school? Can, can anybody tell me why this kid's still in school? And please don't tell me it's because he's six. Now, he had those incidents leading up to the day that, that one teacher said, well, I think he has a gun. And then students came and told other teachers, yeah, we, we, we saw his gun. He's keeping it in his pocket. Okay. And then they said the third instance was like, well, we think he has a gun. Um, but, hey, there's only 10 minutes left in the school day, so let's just not worry about it. And then he shot his teacher. I, I, if I were her lawyer, I would literally ask for one zillion dollars. We are suing this school district for one zillion dollars. You have to figure out how many zeros are in that. Because this is an open and shut case. And Straight Fire is asking the question that makes this an open and shut case. Why is this kid still in school? It's easy. The parents don't want him at home. Well, it doesn't matter what the parents want. This kid should not be around other kids. This kid is a sociopath in training. And don't tell me he's only six. Is he the strongest six-year-old ever? You couldn't put his hands off your neck? That kid wasn't right. But how can you knock the, knock the kid off you? Well, because Darren, because Darren, 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 Darren. Darren, you ask a great question. 
and I'm, I'm not mocking you here. I'm helping you out here. Darren, it's because people don't live in our world anymore. See, Darren, you belong in a world with me, but we're encased in glass, and we're only broken when we're needed, when manhood is needed. You see, what this kid needed is something that his mama should have given him or his daddy the first time, and if not there, then the school district, because I'm in favor of capital punishment. Let me do it, it, Darren, it's called loss. You're, you're absolutely right, Ogre. This kid needs an ass whooping. Look, you can try to reason with kids all you want. I, I love watching people try to reason with their kids. It's one of my favorite things. It's a guilty pleasure I have. Why? Because it's entertaining. Now, I'm gonna, I, I, I'm gonna, this is going to be my last story, and i got to talk about a TV show that I watched last night, and it's fucking just, oh, it, it's so absurd. But daddy or mama should have put hands on him. And I'm, I'm sorry if you're one of the, and I'm not talking about, look, look. I'm not talking about drawing blood and beating the shit out of your kids and then raping your kids. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about open hand to the backside. I'm not a big fan of belts. That's just me personally. If you want to take your belt to a child, then, hey, it's between you and your maker in my eyes. And I ain't got a problem with it because you're disciplining your child. You're doing your job. I'm telling you right now, if this was Arnie Jr. and Arnie Jr. got sent home because he swore at the staff, well, Arnie Jr.'s got a big bar of soap in his mouth. And anything that he had in his room, like a video game system or anything, guess what? That's now in the garage. Brother, you were going to live in a cell. Kid probably asked the teacher, if I jump on your neck, would you beat me off? <laughs> Mike and I had this discussion, me saying I'd fucking stop that little shit from choking me, not just take it. And Mike said, lawsuit, you can't put your hands on a child even to stop them from choking you. I call bullshit. Nobody has the right to choke me without my consent. Six or not, I'm fucking stopping him, and that's why I'm not a teacher, among other reasons. And, Jen, you're absolutely right. You see, we've allowed the society to come in and say, no, you can't do that. This kid, though, could fucking choke you to death because you can't put your hands on him. I'm telling you this right now. If I'm a teacher and a kid grabs me by the throat, a six-year-old, I'm just going to tell you this right now. We are going to fucking revisit Kane's fucking choke slam from hell. Because uh, let me just say this right now. Uh, with a six-year-old, I guarantee I could pick that kid up by the throat and slam him through a desk. And uh, I guarantee you I would do that if a kid was trying to choke me. I mean, I'm just looking for answers to for these people. God damn it, I'd piss on a spark plug if I thought it'd do any good. I would too, Uncle Bob. You, you're going to choke me? Really? And, and if I got the word that little Arnie Jr. choked a teacher? Oh, oh. Now my son's, if he's my son, if it's Arnie Jr., his bathroom rights are revoked. He's going to have to ask me to use the restroom. He is going to be living in prison. 
for dinner at night, he's going to get gruel because I'm going to show him what his future is. His future is he has to wear a jumpsuit at home all the time. I'll probably make him wear that fucking thing to work or to, to school. When he gets home, he goes right to his room or his cell or he has a bed and nothing else. At dinner time, no, we don't feed him in his room. He comes down. He comes down to the chow hall. Mama and daddy got fried chicken, got pizza, got hamburgers. What do you get? You get fucking grits and fucking refried beans. There you go. Enjoy it. As long as as long as I'm I'm not starving him. That's what you get. If you're gonna act like a convict, I'm gonna treat you like a convict. Now there are no other prisoners there, so he doesn't have to worry about shower time. I'm the warden. Hell, I might make start making him do paintings and stuff and I'll sell them. Be like that fucking terrible warden Shawshank. Now, um, last thing of the day. The only way kids go to that uh, go that bad is when the parents are just that bad. I agree. Oh, the, the his parents are dog shit. Christopher, that kid's parents are absolute dog shit. They're a nightmare. Parents, uh, the teachers know they can't deal with the parents because parents ain't gonna do anything. So uh, it's up to the district then to kick this kid out of school. If, they, if, if school districts have kicked kids out for playing with toy guns in front of their own homes, why can't you kick a kid out for choking a teacher? Start wearing aviator glasses and refer to yourself as Warden Sanders. Oh, I'm just telling you, that, Ogre, oh, you'd be proud of me for this. Because you've, you've commented on my sunglasses before, and we all know that I, I, I have an amazing sunglass collection. There's a company called Randolph, and I, I originally got a pair of their glasses because they were the ones that Ray Donovan wore. They're aviators, and they go straight back. And um, I got a new pair like two Christmases ago, and they are mirrored just like the, the, the bad cop in Cool Hand Luke. They're the greatest mirrored sunglasses I've ever seen. And I only wear those with cowboy hats because it fucking they are total cop glasses. Oh, yeah, my son would see me in those glasses all the time. Now, what I saw last yesterday on TV. Now, I, I, I have MILF Manor. Uh, that's in the recordings. I have not watched any of MILF Manor yet on the Learning Channel. Yesterday was Extreme Sisters Day. And I have to say, I, I, if these stories are actually true, boy, we got a lot of people that need help out there. Boy, we got a lot of people that need help out there. Uh, the, they followed around the, the, the set of triplets. They weren't that interesting. You, you know, they, they were just kind of pains in the ass. And these aren't all like twins or anything like that. These are sisters that just go too far with one another. For example, there's a, a, a pair of sisters that are from Dallas, and they are sisters with a Z. And one wants to carry her sister's baby. 
because the sister can't have any babies anymore because she had a terrible accident and her whole, like, gut area is fucked up. So she can't hold the baby, but her sister can. Now, here's the problem is that the one sister who can't have a baby, she wants to have a baby, but she ain't dating nobody. So they called up an ex-boyfriend that hasn't been seen in like six months and said, hey, I want you to give me a baby. Now, shockingly to me, he turned it down. He said, no, I ain't going to do that. And, of course, the sisters were upset at him for that. And then he goes, well, you ain't even carrying it anyway. And, and the other sister just bugged out. Now, the black sisters, they, they, they aren't too bad yet. I mean, they're horrible, but they aren't too bad. And then we have these sisters that live in uh, the great northwest. I don't know if it's Oregon or if it's Seattle. But these two fucking nitwits, they're twins. And one is uh, one's dating a guy or mar- just married this fella. And this fella and the sister don't get along, mainly because the sister wants to fuck her sister. It, it, you, it's just when you watch it, you can see it. It's disgusting. They did something last night that I'd never seen before. And if I got to see it, I got to report it to you. So one of the sisters is all pregnant. She's all knocked up. And the other sister wants to get pregnant. So she's going back to an ex to ask. Hey, or no, it's not an ex. A a guy she's dated now for like two and a half, three months. She's like, hey, I want you to give me a baby. That's going to go so horribly wrong. I can't wait to watch that. But last night, one, the pregnant one was bitching about uh, a hangnail that she had on one of her toes. And I saw something that that grossed me out. Worse than, worse than I've been grossed out in a long time was when her sister grabbed her foot and put pretty much all her toes in her mouth. I, 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 I'm, I'm not kidding. She put the toes in her mouth. <coughs> And then bit off the hangnail. Now I was reeling from that. That that that, that was like that was like getting you, you know you get a one two combination, and I'm on the ropes. I'm on the ropes. I'm weary. And then they show us. Did she say Goonie Goo Goo? No, I wish she would have. Then they showed us these two absolute train wrecks from Australia who are twins who have to do everything the exact same. They get their hair cut the same way. They get it trimmed the exact same length. They wear the same clothes. They finish each other's sentences. And they talk like this. Oh, crockies. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, last night, and, and see, this would have been a great example. And this dentist, he, I understand the shock value that, that's involved when you have two morons in front of you. 
that are talking like this. Oh, can we do this? Oh, how about this? Now, now, Stacker, I'm going to get back to you. You're a twin, and nope, never do that shit. I, I'm going to get back to you, the twin thing, because there's something that creeps me out about the whole twin thing, but not you. You don't creep me out. I love you, Stackar. You're my man. You're my dog. You're, you're, my, you're, you're my Indian brother. Um, but these two, uh, one had to go to the dentist because she got a rotten tooth. Now, Now, this is where I stopped, and I said, wait a second. Hold on. I'm not kidding when I'm saying these two chicks do the exact same thing, everything. They eat the exact same food. They chew it the same amount of times. They're dating the same man who they want to give them a baby. And one said if she got pregnant and the other didn't, she would abort that fetus. The mama, the, the creepy, uh, look, look. We think that, that, that we know what a drunk looks like. And we know who that damn drunk is. It is Nancy. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. Pelosi. We have seen now her, if you watch this show, it's called Extreme Sisters or whatever. You look for the mama of the Australian girls. That is, uh, that, that is definitely Nancy. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. Pelosi's teacher on how to drink. Because I've never seen anybody even drunker than that. That, that lady had to be the drunkest. And she gave them two fake babies that they've been babysitting and coddling over. And, well, they actually asked their mother to come to their house and babysit their dolls. Once again, they're babysitting their dolls while they go to the dentist. And this is a perfect time for the dentist to go, hey, hey, stupid. This will prove that you two are not the same because if you eat the same things and you chew the same amount of times, guess what? Your tooth got infected and hers didn't. Why? Because you're fucking different, you retards. Adios, family. I'm going to wash my ears. My wife watches those Darcy and Stacy whores. I love her, but man, I judge her for it. So um, these two sisters, they go to the dentist office, and the dentist is telling, he, he hasn't even looked at her, and she fucking has a full-on anxiety attack. She starts crying out of nowhere because she doesn't know what her sister's going to do because they can't be different. They can't be different. She walks out of the office, and the sister, oh, what are you going to do? Oh, I'll do anything, but oh, I'll take my tooth out, too. Dennis will not take the other bitch's tooth out. So they go back in there, and the dentist finally gets to look at the tooth, and he's like, damn, that's fucked up. And then the other sister starts crying and has a fucking panic attack. And I'm sitting there going, what the fuck? How do you as a dentist, as a professional, not kick them out of your office? Get the fuck out of here. You two are, you, you two are fucking mongoloids. You want to get your damn teeth ripped out? Why don't you go to Mexico? Fly to Mexico. They do dentistry on the street. You can get that tooth out, and you say, Hey, oh, can you take my tooth out too, please? Mm, I hate cilantro, garlic, and watermelon. My twin loves it. Now, now here's the thing on twins. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't... I, I guess it's because I'm so, I, I'm so like, I know I, I allegedly had two sisters, but we didn't grow up together. And uh, I grew up as an only child, 
even though I knew I had two older sisters, but I grew up as the baby, and I am so independent. Well, you try to dress me like somebody, I will not play that game. Oh, no, I feel bad. Like, look, I make fun of the kids who sit on the same side of the, 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 the booth in the restaurant when it's just you two. You know what's worse than that? Wearing matching shirts when you're a couple. Oh, there's, I, I hate that more than anything. I, I, the, the absolute worst. No. Uh-uh. And, and, like, you're wearing a half a heart shirt, and say, and it says hers. And then she's wearing his shirt, and it has a half a heart. It says his. You know what? I just want to go up and whisper in the guy's ear, follow me to my car. I can get you to freedom. Nobody wants that. Oh, God, nobody wants that. Parents made us dress alike till we were eight. Oh, that would have driven me crazy. I, I think I would be definitely a serial killer if I was a twin. If I was a twin and my parents made me do that, I'd be, I'd, I'd be out on the road right now killing people. Yeah. If one of these twins broke her arm in a car accident, the other would break her arm just to match it. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I think they've even said something like that on the show. Oh, my God. I Oh. Those shows are so weird. But, hey, you know, people are watching. Fuck, I'm watching them, for God's sakes. Uh, all right, that is going to do it for us today. Thank you, ass family. I appreciate y'all being here today. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is going to be here tomorrow. We've made it through half the week. That is correct. You made it through. Guess what day it is. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a great day and adios, everybody. And I bought her a home with a view I took her to the end of the rainbow But all I left her
with a memory I know I can't kill I thought I was king of the mountain But I was only a fool on the hill is outside waiting to arrest him.